0: Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Thursday afternoon just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. And I'm just checking in on you, just seeing how you're doing. I'm not going to yell, because if I do this never-ending <coughs> <coughs> fucking cough, man. I saw a doctor. I'm on an antibiotic. I got tested for COVID. Um, it's just one of those things you're going to have to ride it out. You're just going to have to ride it out. Um oh Billy football. Oh Billy World Cup. I actually watched the USA versus uh Iran. I watched the whole fucking well, I missed the first ten minutes. I taped it. I watched it. You know what's great about taping World Cup games in America? You don't have to worry about any of your friends ruining the results. <laughs> Nobody knows they're happening. Um, So I watched this game, and the USA is just dominating the entire first half. It looks like Iran shouldn't even be out there. They can't even touch the ball. We played the whole fucking first half in their end. And then finally, we score a goal. I was getting nervous. I was like, this is like hockey. We're totally dominating. But we're not putting the biscuit in the basket there. And then what happens is the other team just fucking gets it and then scores a goal, and it's super deflating. So I was worried that that, that's, that, that is what was going to happen. But um, we finally ended up scoring a goal. And, of course, the guy who scored the goal ended up getting hurt when he scored. Um, I mean, he laid on the ground like he got hit by a fucking car. Um, and... Uh, I don't understand why they don't wear pads in soccer. You know what I mean? Or get tougher people to play soccer. One of the, something's got to fucking give. Like, why don't you wear some shin guards? Every fucking time a guy runs down the field, some guy slides in, his foot hits his shin, and then the guy rolls around on the ground. This is what kills me. Like, it's the first time he ever got kicked in the shin. Like, at what point do you toughen up and be like, I'm a soccer player, I'm used to getting kicked in the shin? All right, hey, I ain't saying, I'm not saying, I'm no tough guy. I don't like getting kicked in the shin either, but like, I'm not on fucking TV. <coughs> I can tell you this, if I get kicked in the shin and it really fucking hurt, I would be doing everything I could to get on my feet as quickly as possible because I would not want to be rolling around in pain while it's being filmed on television. And here's another thing. You watch the fucking UFC. These fucking guys kick another fucking man in the shin with their shin. And they keep fighting. So, like, either get some fucking pads or toughen the fuck up. Jesus Christ, with the extra time. Dude, that guy who scored the goal for fucking, you know, you would have thought he'd like, like a fucking truck hit him. He was just on the ground and on the ground, and nobody could celebrate with him because he was having his little moment, right? Oh, I kicked the ball and his fucking knee, slid into me ribs. Um, <clears throat> I will say, though, a lot of times I'm like, what the fuck is that guy rolling around the ground? He didn't even get hit, and then they show it in slow motion. It's like, oh, yeah, he did. He did, but, like, I swear to God, like, their threshold for pain doesn't go up after a while. I mean, no offense, rest of the world, but American football, I mean, guys play with like fucking dislocated shoulders, you know, everything from turf toe to concussions, they play through it. I, I, I don't understand it. I really don't. Um, so anyway, I, we go to watch the second half and I'm like, this is like, and we need to win this game to advance. You know how funny it would be if the USA actually won the World Cup? and then they'd have a championship parade that looked like a, a WNBA championship parade like i like i don't think anybody would like watch it until they got into like the final and then the whole time would just be asking questions like the whole time like going like so like why why are they still playing oh because there's extra time extra time for what oh cuz that guy was rolling around holding on to his fucking butt cheek for fucking 10 minutes well how much extra time is there N- nobody knows. Only, only the ref knows. But when people start whistling, that means they're getting annoyed. So anyway, the uh, I'm just fucking with you guys. I actually enjoyed watching the game, but like the the fucking the lack of manhood. I mean, women's soccer is better. They pop up way quicker. Oh wait, did they get shin pads? Um. Anyway, so we go. I go to watch the second half of this fucking um match. And it's a tale of two games. All of a sudden, Iran comes out and we can't even keep hold of the ball. And I'm watching the way we're playing. I'm like, you got to be fucking shitting me. We're now playing not to lose. And I watched 50 minutes, 51 minutes, the whole second half because of, of injury time or whatever, watching our team in a fucking prevent defense. The number one thing I can't fucking stand. But they actually were playing defense. They They started playing... To not lose. And um, it was so fucking annoying, I almost started rooting for Iran. You know, I'm like, well, wouldn't it be great if Iran won and then knocked us out and then I wouldn't have to watch more of this? Um, Sorry. Anyway. (coughs) (coughs) So we won. One to nothing. And when I tell you... (coughs) When we won that game, I heard no screams of joy from my neighbors, nothing. It was just dead silence on my street. It just is what it is. Um, speaking of sports that people don't pay attention to enough in America, uh, the NHL. The Boston Bruins are 19-3. and three. Their best start ever was in the 1930s at 19-2. and two. We beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, I think, for the second time this year. And they absolutely have owned us, you know, for I feel the better part of a goddamn like six, seven seasons. So I'm trying not to get too excited. I it's not even December. But uh, they're playing great. And, and Alexander Ovechkin just pass Wayne Gretzky for most goals on the road. I mean, it's insane how he just sort of quietly has snuck up on Wayne Gretzky and during this era, too, you know, with the giant goalie pads and everybody in the butterfly and the left wing lock and all of that shit, that it looks like if he stays healthy, he's going he's to pass Wayne Gretzky, which never in a million years seemed possible. I think for all-time goals. I don't know about assists. I mean, Gretzky has almost 2,000 assists. I don't think uh, Ovechkin has that. <coughs> So anyway, I'm in, I've been in a grouchy mood for a few weeks because, um, you know, your health is everything. Um, so anyway, I'm dropping my daughter off at school today. And uh, as I'm driving down the street, I see like 40 fucking douchebags out in front of this coffee shop or something, all with their, their you know, Tour de France gear on. And I just looked at and I was like, oh, God, the douchebags are out, right? I mean, do you realize, like, the level of fucking asshole you have to be if you do that? First of all, if you can't just, you know, buy a bicycle and put on some fucking Rocky Balboa gray sweatshirt, gray sweatpants, and just get on the fucking bike. The fact that you got to go out and buy that stupid fucking outfit— with those goddamn dance slippers? Do you really have to clip your feet in (laughs) to ride around a neighborhood? Um, I mean, you can do this in everything. Do you really have to go to an NFL game, you know, wearing an official jersey with fucking shit under your eyes like you're going to fucking start catching punts on special teams, you know? Oh, Billy, grandpa, grumpy, freckled cunt is in full effect today. So I'm looking at them and I'm just thinking like, just like, you know, if ever like a rogue wave could just come along and sweep 40 people out into the ocean that you never saw again, wouldn't that be great? I mean, that would just, just 40 for 40. You're talking like only Joe DiMaggio, 56 game hitting streak. It was the only thing Mother Nature could fuck with if she just had a rogue wave come inland and just wash a group of 40 cyclists out into the ocean with their bikes and their stupid outfits? Wouldn't that be just tremendous? Do you realize the level of cunt you have to be that you don't feel like, you can't really feel like you're getting a workout unless you inconvenience a thousand strangers? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand, like, there is. I like riding a bike. Sure, we all do. There is no fucking way I would ever ride a bike out in the street with 40 of my friends knowing that everyone in a car is absolutely fucking livid because we've created our own fucking traffic jam in the city of Los Angeles that is beyond congested to begin with. But these people have no problem with it. Like, I'm telling you, if any of them put that in their dating profile, you, what, what is it, swipe left? Is that what you guys say? You can't fucking date that. Here's another one. Oh, jeez, I'm on a roll here. I'm coming back, right? I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back from dropping my daughter off from school. And I come up over the hill, and lo and behold, there's this jogger sprinting in the street. Coming right at me, like a third of the way. We're like playing chicken. And I'm like, I'm not fucking moving. There's a sidewalk. You fucking cunt, right? At the last second, he sort of runs on the... I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He looked like he was on the, like the NFL Combine. It's another group of people. Oh, if I was a dictator. Why? Let me... Why don't I, do I just ask instead of being a douche? Joggers, why don't you run on the sidewalk? Huh? Well, I don't want to be inconvenienced. It's an uneven surface and there's women pushing their babies down the foot. Then join a fucking gym. You got to run out the fucking street. Now I have to stop and wait, you know, to the, the fucking other lane is clear. Fucking unbelievable. There's literally miles of fucking... Hard surface that you can jog on down the fucking L.A. River. It's why they have it. And these fucking cunts run right down the street. The third of the way out. So you have to slow down. Look, you know, make sure nobody's coming on the other side of the street and make sure nobody's passing. These fucking cunts, dude. I'm telling you right now. And this is what kills me. Is that some woman is going to fall in love with that guy. And have kids with them. And then she's going to have the fucking nerve to sit there and talk about how he's distant, how he's fucking selfish, and he's not involved with their children. And all of her friends are going to sit there and be like, oh, Maggie, I feel so bad for you. If only there was a sign. There was a sign, Maggie. He runs in the fucking street against traffic. <coughs> Sorry, all right, so anyway, this is a uh this is the end of the month here, old Billy freckles, old Billy bulljangles, the end of the month um and this is my new thing, so I'm actually starting today because why not? and I might actually go fifteen days, but my new thing is that the first ten days of every month um I sorta like detox from uh, whatever has a hold of me. And right now, nothing has a hold of me, except uh, I think maybe coffee does. I just like drinking coffee because it makes me not smoke cigars. So I haven't had a cigar since October, really have no desire to have one. I haven't had any soda since, because you know what, I I stopped the end of October and then went the first 10 days in November and then I didn't want one, and I was also thinking, you know, I got all this root beer and shit downstairs, and I'm just like, I don't want to drink that shit, like, I, cause it's it's not, you know, I don't have any sugar in me. So then that's when you look at a cake with your rational brain, you know, or a cookie, going like, why the fuck would I eat that? And you know what's amazing is when you don't have sugar for like ten days, the second you have something that has any sugar in it, you fucking, your face puckers up like you bit into a lemon. So, um, I don't know. I think I'm all right with my uh my coffee shit because it, it, you know I think if the worst thing that I do is you know I have a couple of coffees each day, I don't think it's that bad, but um but anyway i I just don't like that whole having to quit shit, so I feel like if I just go the first ten days of every month. And I kind of just reset. Then no matter how nuts I get in the final 15, 20 days, you know, I know it's not going to get too out of control because I'm going to stop again. Um, And then also I find when I come off those 10 days that I really don't want to indulge in whatever I was indulging in really for about 15 days. So it's only half the month. That's not bad, right? I don't know. I still don't think that they've done enough research on all of this shit because I'm, I'm fascinated with like, I feel like I've become more um, addictive. Like, something happened that last time when my drinking alcohol got out of control, that now I just have like, the, I, I kind of, if I do something, I just, I think I'm always like that, but never to this fucking level. You know what I mean? I mean, who gets a cappuccino and a double espresso? It's literally I'm recreating a beer and a shot. Here's another thing too: is I can drink that in the afternoon and be in bed and go to sleep by nine. Like I don't even know. I I just I think you should just keep pounding the waters. <laughs> if you're young and listening to this, this is what happens. This is what happens to you. I don't think they like you always get excited. I remember as a kid being like, "Man, I can't wait to move out." And then do whatever the fuck I want to do, man. Watch what I want to watch. Go out and come home whenever the fuck I feel like it. Like no one ever tells you. And what sucks about being an adult is you have to kind of you have to become your own parent. And then it ta- a lot of people like myself, it takes you decades. To learn how to take care of yourself. Like, hey man, you know what? Maybe maybe don't eat that. Maybe don't drink another one. Maybe, uh, maybe stay in tonight. You know? You know what we need, Bill? We need a nice eight hours sleep. How about that? You know? That took me till about I don't know, fifty-two to learn how to do that. I'll tell you, all of these fucking nerds, all you young people, you look at these kids who are fucking nerds. You know, as long as they're not on some incel website, you know. Whatever the fuck they're doing, like, they're doing it right. You know, they go home, you know, they watch their space show, they play some video games. Well, then they're up all night, aren't they? Yeah, there's no reason to glorify nerds any more than they already are, right? How they always feel like they're like these fucking harmless people. (coughs) You know what's the worst? Is a nerd that gets power, okay? Everybody's gonna pay for it. Everybody's gonna pay for every time he got fucking hung by a door handle from his fucking underwear. Everybody's gonna pay for the fact that the pretty girls never looked at him. Everybody's gonna pay for the fact that he doesn't know how to throw a catch. You're all gonna, like, vengeance. Vengeance, these little fucking bookworm trolls. All of a sudden, they they, they create an app. They do something. And where are they? All these harmless trolls. They're right down at the titty bar. Right? Being a fucking creep. I'm just making all of this shit up. Um, anyway. Uh, so I haven't been to the gym in like fucking three weeks. because I don't want to... I want to get over this cough. And I'm also not going to go down there and give somebody whatever the fuck this is. But... Um, I have been flying a little bit. I had a nice flight the other day. Um, I went up and, uh, you know, I pre-flighted the thing, brought her out and I was sitting there and it was like uh nice visibility. Like early in the day, it was like, uh, what do they call that? Uh It wasn't quite IFR. I don't know what the fuck they call it. It's when it shows up and it's like blue. <laughs> <laughs> Special VFR whatever the fuck it was. So um I was waiting for that shit to burn off and then I get ready to fly. And um you know, I want to go up the coast of Malibu. So I'm checking out uh Santa Monica's, you know, weather and shit, and I see that it looks all right, but I'm kind of looking out to the coast and it looks like a little cloudy or whatever. And I know that I'm going to be flying up the coast of Malibu with the Santa Monica mountains. And there's one of those deals where as long as you're on the coast, it's all right. But when you want to fly up and over the mountains, if the clouds are low enough, you know, you can't get over because they're meeting the top of the mountains. Um, So I kind of got to deal with all of that. You know, because it was, there was definitely spots where I could poke through and everything. And, but then I was always thinking, like, dude, at the end of the day, it's a helicopter. I can just set it down if I have a fucking problem. I can turn around. I can go back. I can keep going up the coast and go up Oxnard and just come in that way. I got plenty of fuel. Everything's fine. It was like a really good, like, um, like, confidence builder. I flew great, you know, on the radio and all of that. Everything was fine. And um, I don't know, it was just like a great flight. And I have like a buddy of mine's coming out to California. It's the flight I want to take him on. So I was making sure. It's a really cool flight. Um, Come out of Burbank. You do like a fly over the the Rose Bowl, you know, left orbit. I keep it at 70 knots just in case I have an engine failure. I know exactly where I'm going to put it. Uh, then you go down the 110, you go over Dodger Stadium, do an orbit of that. You do an orbit around downtown, up to the observatory, the Hollywood sign, the Hollywood Bowl, Capitol Records, you go by that. You can't really even see it anymore because they fucking built these two goddamn buildings right around it. Um, then I go right down Sunset, which is really cool. Uh, and then there's a couple of these classic old, like, houses I look at. Um, in Beverly Hills. One of them is like the Doheny Mansion, and then the other one is that classic one that they, Godfather 2 and JFK and Jackie Kennedy had their uh, honeymoon there. And the Bodyguard, I think they shot that there, Beverly Hills Hotel, then you just out, then you up, go up fucking Malibu, Malibu Beach Pier and all of that shit, come back up and over, and then you go back into Burbank. It's a fucking great, oh, Ronald Reagan Library. Right? Got to see that. <clears throat> That's something I'm going to start going to when I'm on the road. Presidential libraries. You know, I find those th- You know what? First of all, I thought everybody had one. They, they don't. There's only like 15 of them. I've been to the Richard Nixon. I've been to the Ronald Reagan. And I've been to the uh, the JFK one like 40 years ago when it first fucking came out. Um, I don't know why I never think to go to that. Um, The Reagan one was probably the best one. They all have something cool. Like I remember the Nixon one in California, we went to that. And that one had like one of those fucking like presidential limousines there. Had some old car outside his house where he grew up. Um, Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just his house. Maybe it wasn't the library. Um, And then the Reagan one is cool because they actually have the Air Force One plane in the fucking thing. And you can get on it and go right by the seat and look at the phone (coughs) where Reagan talked to Gorbachev. It's pretty good, you know. Even if you're a liberal, I think you can go in there and just sort of, you know. I mean, I would rather do that than that stupid time we went to the fucking... The History of the Popes, whatever the fuck that was, Sistine Chapel, oh my God. I cannot stress enough, if you go to that, there's a right turn and a left turn, and you want to go on the shorter one that takes you right to the the painted ceiling. You don't want to go the long way. That's where we went, where they had every stupid fucking chalice and silver spoon that every fucking one of these murderous cunts, murderers fucking murderers it's the weirdest it's the weirdest fucking thing you know at least that's how i looked at it and then i remember all of a sudden they would be having like uh they were having like a mass and for like all of these catholic people it's this fucking unbelievable thing if they go into the vatican city and attend a mass there which just blows my mind considering what that organization has done. Um, I mean, talk about shaking off a fucking scandal. You know, some people, they have like a little scandal and it just takes them out. And then other people, you see something, you're like, oh, man, they're never going to recover from that. And they just walk away like nothing happened. (coughs) That would be the Catholic Church. My God. Murders, pedophilia, in business with the Nazis—I mean, just write down if there is a dude. They're like the USC of religions, where like a <laughs> where a buddy of mine was always said was saying, you know, if there is some sort of scandal going on in in college sports and there is more than one university involved, USC is going to be one of those universities. I mean, it's just a—I mean. You got to admit, even as a USC fan, it's a filthy organization that they're running down there. I mean, it's just fucking, it's the Dukes of Hazzard. Boss Hog. They got fake fire hydrants. They got people fucking Photoshop and heads onto to fucking other people. Jeffrey Dahmer shit, you know, to get like a scholarship. What I did love about all of those kids, though, that fake their way into schools was you would think that you would get exposed the second you got there, that you weren't smart enough to be there. But all of them seemed they handled the curriculum, no problem. So it's really, you know, because at the end of the day, like geometry is geometry, right? Two plus two is four. You know, cat is spelled C-A-T. So, I mean, I think it's all, it really is. If you're a young person, man, just fucking crush high school. And then you should be all right once you get into your school. Or you go the other way. You don't do well in high school. And then you go to like a community college. Right? And then like delivering fucking dominoes. You can, you can pay for your, your, your tuition for the first two years. You do great there. Then you transfer to the more expensive school. You get the same degree as somebody else for half the price you come in as a junior, right? Take it from me, I went to summer school every fucking year of high school, not every year. Freshman year, junior year, shoulda gone senior year, but I was like, what's the fucking point? And shoulda gone sophomore year, but my teacher hooked me up with a D minus. Um, there, those are my confessions. All right, somewhere in there, uh, where are you right now? We're gonna do the, uh, we're gonna do the advertisement. All right, everybody. Now it's time for the advertising reads. <clears throat> With my friggin' cough here, I'm gonna do the best I can. Look who it is, everybody! It's old Zip <coughs> Recruiter. Are you hiring? What type of role are you hiring for? Maybe you need to hire someone to wear many hats. You hiring a clown, which can be challenging, or you might have a simple position to fill fries um but it takes forever to find someone who's a great fit for your company whether you need to hire a new civil engineer in new york a pediatric nurse in nebraska or an attorney in colorado or even a mascot in missouri i knew one state was going to get shit on someone was going to be a simple state oh zip down Can help you find qualified candidates fast and now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash burr from accountants to zoologists and everything in between zip blah, 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 blah. matching technology finds people with the right experience for your job and presents them to you then you can invite your top choices to apply it's so effective that four to five employers who post on zip hey, see, oh, see Get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it now for free at this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash burr. Once again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash burr. Ziprecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, we got one more here, people. Yeah, look who it is. It's simply safe. You know, if you thought about securing your home with home security, but have been putting it off, you want to listen up yeah especially with that cocaine bear out there I don't think I've seen that movie trailer uh right now my listeners can order the number one rated simply safe home security system for 50 percent off this is their biggest offer of the year and you won't want to miss it simply safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S News and World Report a third year in a row it's a friggin dynasty in an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect TM technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Simply Safe is whole is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors. That detect fires floods and other threats to your home 24 7 professional monitoring services cost under a dollar a day less than half the price of adts traditional professional installed system with top rated simply safe app stay in complete control of your system anytime anywhere arm or disarm unlock for a guest access your cameras or adjust system settings don't miss your chance for massive savings on my favorite security system get 50 percent off any new system at simply safe.com slash burr this is their biggest discount of the year that's simply safe.com slash burr s-i-m-p-l-i-s-a-f-e dot com slash burr there's no safe like simply safe all right that's the thursday podcast thank you for listening please listen to the music the great andrew Themless will pick out and then we'll have a bonus episode of the thursday afternoon just before friday Monday Morning Podcast. Have a great weekend, you cunts! going on it's bill burr and it's the monday morning podcast for monday uh december 1st 2014 the final month of 2014 you know did you have a good one you didn't well it's too late actually it isn't too late you can get into your fucking your two-minute offense you know the final fucking month of the year you could have fucked up this entire year and you could bring it all home All those disgusted looks you got from your family members over the Thanksgiving weekend. You could turn it all around in the final. You got 31 days. The most possible days you can get in the fucking white man's calendar. I don't know how it works over there in the Chinese calendar or the Native American calendar. But all you get in our world is 31 days. That's it. All right. You get 31 fucking days to turn it around. What are you going to do? Huh? You're gonna go out and go shovel the fucking driveway? What are you gonna do to make it up? Who gives a fuck, right? At this point, at this point, you kind of tap out, right? You're just like, I'm losing on points. I didn't get knocked out. I'm just gonna hang on for the final fucking three minutes and uh, whatever. I'll live to fight another day. It starts in January. It starts January, dude. I'm gonna join a gym. I'm gonna quit smoking. I'm going to dump this broad. I'm going to fucking get a better lubricant. When I jerk off, you make all those promises to yourself. Right. And then you end up once again, looking back on a year, right on December 1st going, what the fuck happened? I'm another year older. What did I do? You know what you did? You got no stick to I can't even say that word stick to Just pick one. You know, I'm going to try to stop watching porno. I've already gone like four or five days. And, uh, I got to tell you, uh, I don't miss it. I don't miss it. Although I am kind of confused with some of this shit, like uh, Kim Kardashian's uh, greased up ass that she had there, whatever, lubed up, fucking whatever she did, backed into a mister. However, they got it to shine. You know, like what the fuck was the big deal? You can see that uh, like for free all over the internet. Then all of a sudden her ass is on the internet and then everybody said, and I hate this fucking expression. Started like a week ago. Now every douchebag on the planet has said it. Said it broke the internet.
1: Yo, you grease up your ass. That shit gonna break the internet, motherfucker. It's
0: stupid. It's you can, you can see a million asses, right? But it's not her ass. How do you even know it was her ass with Photoshop these days? You know what I mean? There's a bunch of beautiful big ass bitches out there. They could have fucking put her little puppet head right on the top of it. You know. You got no fucking clue. Got no clue whose ass that is when you went out there and broke the internet. What does that mean? You couldn't download it? There were so many people downloading it. Uh, if there's anything I can't stand, it's excitement about nothing. You know? All the real fucking stuff. I, I was—I almost, almost just said, that's how arrogant I am. I almost just said all the real shit that's going on out there. In other words, what, Bill? The shit that's just bugging you that you feel everybody else should pay attention to? You myopic jackass. I'm sorry. Happy holidays. Um, speaking of myopic and that type of stuff, that whole uh, Ferguson trial there, uh, Ferguson, uh, uh, Missouri trial, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't pay attention to it. And, uh, you know, it's the same old story. Same old story. And it always plays out the same way. And then a bunch of people who weren't there emphatically tell you what happened. And this one, like all of them, it's... Two sides, and it's a completely different story. And you just sit there watching these people screaming at each other, none of whom were there. And then some mediators sitting in the middle, never going, hey, 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 guys, guys, neither one of you were there. According to the information that I decided to pay attention to, my argument is correct. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say they were both full of shit on both sides. Everybody's lying. Once it goes to court, everybody's fucking lying. You're trying to build up your case because, you know, they're going to lie. Right. So you got to build it. You got to you got to stack up the cupcakes on your side of the case. You just got to build it up. He had his back to him. I do. bet he had his back. His hands were up and he had a shirt, a shirt on that said, don't shoot me. And then the other side, he ran at me. I got to go. He had a sickle and he was frothing at the mouth. And he said, I hate white people. And you sit there and you watch this shit, right? Split screen is two fucking morons screaming at each other. And at the end, in the end of all of those fucking debates, you get nowhere. Nothing's solved. Nothing's resolved. You don't have any more information than you did. All you did was just sit there and watch two fucking people yell at each other. So what I choose to do is to not watch it, sit at home and stare at my balls. You know? I'm not saying you have to do that, but that's how I handle those big cases. If you don't have balls, you know, just crick your neck a little further and look at your own fucking hoo-ha. Sorry. I'm in a great mood, man. I had an I had a long needed four-day fucking weekend. I had a great Thanksgiving. I had chicken instead of turkey because my kitchen is a fucking disaster because it's still not fixed. You know? Um... I am trying so hard not to say out loud that I hate my fucking house, but I just, you know, something else, you know, my car, my Prius is getting old and I want to go out and get something nice. But my driveway is fucked up. My driveway is like, uh, it goes up and then down like the top of a mountain or the top of a house. If you look at the side of it, looking at the roof, you know, so the snow slides down, it does that because on one side we got water coming down a hill and they don't want it to go down my driveway. So they built this fucking peak. So even my fucking Prius will bottom out if I get too far to the left on the driveway. So now I want to get something fast. And you know the deal. It's got to be low to the ground so you can dive into the fucking corners. Um, So there's no way that's going to make it. So now what I have to do is I got to have them build up the backside of it, my driveway, make that higher so it's not such a drastic dip when you go on the other side. You know, and who knows? Maybe even the fucking nose is going to scrape as I try it again. I just can't fucking win with this fucking house. Not to mention, right, I, the, the fence there, all the wood is fucking rotted out. What was that game you played when you were a kid? The Wonder Ball. The Wonder Ball goes round and round to something, something, you are bound. And if you do, then you are out. O-U-T, out. Hey, Ernie, sit the fuck down, right? Isn't that how it went? I, I basically lost that game, except the Wonder Ball was the house that I bought. For a hundred fucking years, people owned this house. Ba, bo, da, bo, ba, ba, da, ba. Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. Kennedy got shot. Nixon is impeached. You're left with the house. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to me. Galvanized pipe, cloth, fucking wires, rotted out wood. Fucking. Water brought off the roof into the house and out the front through rotted out pipes, which started this whole fucking fiasco. I had rat turds in the wall downstairs. This house has been waiting for a complete freckled jerk off like me to buy it. Okay, so I would go out and fix the fucking thing right. This house is going to have another hundred years going to get another hundred years out of it because I'm going to own this fucking thing, okay? And everybody else who owns this house is going to have a big fucking grin on their face for like the first 70 or so years. All right? And do you think those sons of bitches in the future are going to thank me? I swear to God, at some point, all right, when I get, when I feel like I only have a week left to live, I'm going to say the address of where the fuck I live. So maybe somebody will listen to this thing in the future, you know, and go out and stick a Miller Light on my fucking headstone. (laughs) Not a Miller Light, sorry, Miller High Life. Um. Anyways, anyways. So this is the Monday morning podcast. Uh, Welcome. I hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving. Um, I I had a fucking great one, man. And uh, oh, you know what I wanted to do? Actually, you know, you know that guy I've I've been hyping for like the last like year, year and a half. On my uh, on my Twitter account, I keep posting his videos. He's a rustler, uh, a wrestler, the uh, the one man thrill ride, Jimmy Preston, the one man thrill ride, like an absolute savage. That guy, I fucking love that guy. I think he's a he's a fucking star, and I don't understand why he's not in the WWE yet. He's got all he's got it all. He's got the looks. He's got the dedication, and he fucking kills it on the microphone. So uh, anytime he posts a video, I try and re- retweet it. And he sent out a happy Thanksgiving one. And he gave uh, he gave me a little shout out, made my fucking weekend. And then, like a douche, I go to retweet it, and I retweeted it to his fake one, or the other person pretending to be him. I'm trying to scroll here to find it. If you guys want to follow the guy, the guy's fucking hilarious. Um, ah, Jesus Christ, of course I can't find the fucking thing. Come on, Bill. All I'm doing is seeing all this shit that I retweeted. I retweeted this classic picture. Um, it said, iceberg with red and black paint on it, believed to be the iceberg that, that sank the Titanic, and some asshole writes back, um, it actually hit the fucking Titanic underneath the waterline, and it's like, you ever hear that expression, tip of the iceberg? I mean... The fucking arrogance of every cunt here on Twitter. It's like, no, I've never heard of that expression. What does it mean? Of course I've heard of that fucking expression. You jerk off. It means when you see the iceberg above the fucking water, that's just the tip of it. It's way bigger beneath it. So so, so you fucking go wide around the goddamn thing. I think the guy driving the boat got blown and uh, he drove right into the fucking thing. I just think they didn't see it, and they drove right into the fucking thing, and I'm sure that what cut it was under the waterline, and they off, they could have sideswiped this thing. Or maybe they couldn't have, but I don't know, and neither does the other douche. All I did was retweet a picture, and then he's giving me shit. Have you ever heard the expression, the tip of the iceberg? No, I haven't. You ever hear that joke, why the chicken crossed the road? Ah, oh, it's a great one. I wrote it last week. Tip of the iceberg. Fucking goddamn... Expressions almost as old as this piece of shit house. Oh, this fucking house. Oh, this fuck oh there we go. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, one man thrill ride. And then I had the wrong one. I'm the fucking worst. Where is it? Retweet. You know what? I'm gonna retweet this guy's uh... Oh, there it is. For your information, at one man thrill ride is an imposter and a fraud. He's getting reported. Okay, so the one that you want... If you want to follow Jimmy Preston, you got to follow at Thrill Ride, capital CW. All right? That's the real one. There you go. And I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right now. He's going to make it to uh, the WWE, whatever the fuck. They, they used to call it the WWF when I was a kid. And then I think like Walmart or somebody sued him. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Well, what, what, what do you want from me? So uh, I want... Sorry, I just had to put that up there. Sorry about that. Um, so how are you guys doing this week? Did you did you survive Black Friday? Did you survive Black Friday? That stupid-ass shit. We're out of shape. People trample each other into some of the shittiest fucking stores on the planet. Why can't you just admit that you're broke? You know, and just be like, kids, I'm sorry. We don't have any money. There's no Santa Claus. Why can't you just do that? You're going to run down there and try to get a weed whacker for fucking six bucks or whatever the hell you're trying to do. Just deal. You can't afford it. If you got to get trampled just so you can maybe buy it, you can't afford it. And you just got to you got to deal with that. You got to deal with the fact that you were dealt uh, a, a fucking broke ass hand. And now you got to play it. And that's not the way you play it. You don't get out of poverty by going down to a department store and getting trampled the day after Thanksgiving. What you do is you gotta fucking get out. You gotta figure out. You gotta fucking tighten the belt. You gotta tighten the fucking belt. Fucking kids. What about my kids? What about them? Don't get them anything. Don't get them anything for Christmas and let them cry. You know what? And then what happens? Someday they put out a fucking. They do something with their lives. That'll kill them. They go to school and they got nothing, and all the kids are teasing them. And all those fucking jerk offs, they get everything for fucking Christmas. They don't have any drive. What do they do? They sit around doing fucking ecstasy. Wait for their parents to die so they can get the money. That, that, that's what you want for your kid. All right? You give your kid a little bit of drive. All right? And then you as a parent, you make sure you don't get trampled. I mean, that's page one. I don't even have a kid and I fucking know that. I know goddamn well. If I was to go broke, okay, and I had a goddamn kid. The last thing I would do the day after Thanksgiving is go down there and get fucking trampled. Okay, why would I do that? I need to be in physical shape so I can go back the next Friday and shoplift, okay, when there's the right amount of people in the store. That's how you fucking get your Christmas, okay? You steal from these fuckers. You don't get yourself fucking trampled. That's a sucker's game, all right? So pass this along. If you have any friends or family out there that got trampled the day after Thanksgiving, can you imagine that? You're just full of fucking turkey and stuffing, sweet potato pie or whatever the fuck you had, whipped cream and eggnog with a little bit of bourbon. You know, what's wrong with you? Jesus fucking Christ. Either just admit that you're broke or shoplift. But there, there is no reason to get trampled. Okay. In 2014, there's just no fucking – I'm trying to think of a reason to get tra- – if there's a fire, yes. There's a fire, absolutely. Um, anyways, ah, fuck. I hit my goddamn knee. That's probably karma for making fun of poor people. I'm not making fun of poor people. I'm trying to give them incentive. Stop making fucking stupid moves in life. I don't have any money for Christmas gifts. What's my next move? Ah, I think I'll go down and get trampled at Walmart. All right. Let's do a little bit of a uh, little bit of um, advertising here and then I'm gonna spoil a movie for you to start December off right and then I'm gonna bring in a special guest who's got a big show coming up uh, so let's get with the advertising here on the Monday morning podcast. All right I'm gonna uh, spoil a movie spoiler alert I'm gonna ruin this fucking movie All right. What should I do? Should I give you guys one week to go see the movie? You want me to ruin it? Well, unfortunately, I can't hear what you're saying right now. So, the movie is gone, girl. Right now, if there's any women listening to this podcast, they're going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, shut it off. Shut it off. Shut it off. Um, If there's any guy, they're like, dude, didn't Ben Affleck already make that fucking movie? Um, this is all I'm going to say about that movie. All right. It's two and a half hours long. The first two hours and 15 minutes are great. Total enjoyment. All right. And then two hours and 15 minutes in, every character just taps out and doesn't give a shit. And then Tyler Perry just goes, man, you motherfuckers are crazy. And then just walks away. And that's kind of the end of the movie. I've never been to a movie that was two and a half hours long. Two two hours and 15 minutes, I'm in there. And I want to see what happens. Two hours and 16 minutes in, if the people I was with said, hey, let's all get up and walk out, I'd be like, fine. And I would never think about the movie again. And this has nothing to do with the acting. has nothing to do with the directing. It's just a story. What happened? Did you paint yourselves into a fucking corner? I don't get it. Everybody just said, yeah, just, you know the classic tireless cop. I'm going to stay on this till I get justice. All the other cops seen in a different way and they're like, oh, I see it this way. Then all of a sudden this new information and then they're just like, yeah, well, you're probably right, but you know, there's nothing I can do. This fucking cop character, she had a cop uniform on and her hair up the whole fucking goddamn movie and she's taking everything seriously. And Then in the end, when someone actually is killed, she lets her fucking hair down, takes off her uniform. just like, yeah, but I can never prove it. All right, go fuck yourselves. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry I ruined that movie. Um, I'm going to have to fucking, that's going to have to be in the advertising of it because I hate ruining shit for people, but it, was just, it just annoyed the shit out of me. But anyways, let me hit pause here and go get my guest. Hang on. All right, with the magic of the pause button, we are back with my very special guest, uh, Rose Bowl tailgate legend and four-star stealth undercover chef, unless you're a lovely lady and you bend over his house, uh, Jason Lyatt, everyone. That's right. How are you, sir?
2: I'm good, man. I, I like being in your like waiting room out here while you're doing the first half because you're just yelling. What, what were you yelling about? Because I'm out there in the waiting room watching the end of the Packers uh, uh, New England game, which you know, I knew. How. Once we yeah, missed the field we, goal, I was like, field it's like
0: it's over, goal. and I got to get this fucking thing done because yeah. I have no free time in my life anymore. But uh,
2: I think um, that that game what was. What were you was yelling that, about?
0: <laughs> um,
1: I Does don't know.
2: I, it felt it was funny to me because for a while after I, I just got set in the trance, there it felt like I was sitting outside. Waiting to get yelled at. Like, you know, when somebody's oh, getting the yelled at, you can hear through. Yeah, like, it, or like for my case, like growing up with like the coach, you know, on the other side of the office wall. And you're just like, oh, God, I'm in
1: there next. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no. You know, lying. the
0: usual. I uh, just yeah. screaming about uh, people getting trampled on Black Friday. Gotcha. Just saying you should just admit that you're broke. Not get your kids any gifts and that'll give them drive. Yeah. Remember hilarious. Biggie Smalls? <laughs> Wondering why Christmas missed us. Ah, birthdays was the worst days now we drink champagne when we're thirsty right yeah his mother didn't go down there and get trampled look what happened to him
2: yeah well (laughs) 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 well that's some other shit (laughs) oh the karma came back to him tenfold what karma no, I'm just saying she didn't get trampled. I didn't mean it like in car Yeah, she yeah, did. he didn't do I anything just wrong. Meant like she didn't get trampled. So he all he of was that guilty
0: had, of being the best rapper. All of that, of that era, up. and it's not even close. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking piss off any African Americans that I have on this, or uh, wanna be white kids, uh, oh white white guy wannabes, I should say, wannabe white kids. Uh, I don't think Tupac is even in the fucking same class as Biggie. Biggie's. Raps were like movies, yeah. painted pictures and he and he had all these different ways, all this
2: different flow, I believe the kids say. Right. Everything was different. He he, he had he well, had, Tupac uh, t- was good too though, but I, I get what you're saying on the difference of it all and that Tupac all his shit sounds the same to me. His, his, his the way he rhymes is the same.
0: <laughs>
2: and I think yeah. I'm going to die. Yeah. But
0: I, I you know I like <laughs> He always Tupac. thought he was going to die. I'm not saying he's bad, right. but to sit there and act like that dude was even remotely he, as good as i Biggie's this like your
2: Patrice, like he's your Patrice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like Biggie's like your Patrice O'Neal in that in the in the. And I'm not going to say
0: rap. who Tupac is because I don't no, need I don't no, need to no, get no, no, shot.
2: No, I'm not going to put you on that spot, at a fucking man. comedy club. It's hilarious. It's <laughs> hilarious.
0: No, yeah. I just thought I like, like his, we'll
2: no, talk, we'll t- you can tell me so who his, Tupac is after we get off the. You air know, know, I haven't even I thought about it. I know, I'm kidding. I'm going to give you time though.
0: But his 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 sense of humor. His ability to tell a story. Yeah. I mean, I haven't listened to his shit in so fucking long. But uh, what was that? I got a story to tell. That the one st- where he's the telling story the story. Telling amazing. And then he's in the story, and then the dude comes home. Oh, that one took me forever. I was listening to it, and he's rapping, and then they put his voice over the phone, uh, uh, having the guy warn the warning. <sighs>
2: you remember that one? Yeah.
0: Who the fuck is this? Yeah. Page Ooh. me at five, <laughs> four to six in the that, morning. That yeah, one. Whatever yeah. that one is. It's
2: the funnish impression. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I worked. You know, he a weekend great with Ari Spears recently, and he does that a lot. Through he comes back and go, "Oh, what do you talk about work." He's uh, he does it really good. He does it really good. He's like, "What are you talking about?" Banker And He's just like, you know, and then he'll just keep bringing it back and funny. Man. <laughs> I don't know who you just sounded like, but I'm thinking Warner Brothers. Yeah, I know. Um, no, our, I was trying to. A- Ari Spears brain, is brain, like brain, uh,
0: brain, his brain. his final like closing bit, like when he just. And he just keeps adding to it. He just keeps whoever is contemporary at the time, yeah. and they are dead on. Yep, I was st- impressed. stunning. I, I, I'm, I, I never unbelievable I never impressions. But I was, yeah. we are here to promote uh, Jason Lawhead, everybody uh, from Lorraine,
2: Lorraine, Ohio.
0: Lorraine, Ohio is making his triumphant return. To, to stage and screen, he's he's got a big theater date back there over yeah. the holidays, and we got to push this date. You yeah, guys got to go it's out December and see. Yeah, December
2: twenty seventh. I can't wait. It's cool. It's a big uh, big hall. I'm doing like what's the name Billy of the theater? Neal, the the Palace Theater in Lorraine, Ohio. It's uh, an old almost took a wrecking ball years ago, and a lot of locals saved it. You know, as far as like building a foundation and everything. And, uh, I've seen a lot of awesome, you know, I've seen Willie Nelson there, Bob Dylan there, Stephen Wright there. And, uh, I mean, the, the bigs have come through there and it's, uh, it's exciting. It's a big, I need people to spread the word, man, cause it's a big place. I'd like, yeah. no, if I got like 700 to 800, I'd be really happy, but obviously you want to sell out. That's right Yeah, sure. Jay, that's what yeah. we're trying to
0: do. Yeah. Rather, than, you don't, you, you know? don't promote a date going, you know, if it half sells.
2: Well, you have, you've never been to where I'm from, <laughs> you know. It's it's very it's very uh, you know I love it, but it's very ghost towny at this point. Um, it's, Jake, uh, could you be
0: doing anything more to not sell this date?
2: No, I would half full I, and a ghost dude, town. No, I'm saying there's tumbleweeds. No, no, no. The downtown's great. I'm saying this. The theater's awesome. It's just can I tell you uh,
0: something, Jake? I love the fucking Midwest, and I love town just like the well, town you're up. talking about. I fucking love those towns. I love the old downtown. Right. That's fucking. No one goes there anymore because they built a fucking Target or a Walmart. I still love going down to those fucking places. The people are great. They're gonna show up. Oh, they are. They're gonna show that's up. A great so thing it's about December
2: twenty seventh. Yeah, that's a great. And thing what's about the name that of the city. venue? Uh, it's the Palace Theater in Lorraine, the man. I'm All gonna right. be doing my. Uh uh, you know, uh, album released that night. My first CD. Uh, That's fucking awesome. Called "You Never Heard of Me." Um, is coming out that night, and I'll that'll be the hard copy. Uh, you know, released that night, uh, and uh, you know, we'll then you know, once the first of the year hits, we'll be doing some digital downloads and stuff off the website. Yeah, but it's a good piece. I'm I'm happy about it with some added tracks from my hometown and Chicago, which will be cool. So there's just some. Added- All right. So if
0: you're listening to this, if you're anywhere near. And you can make it, try to get out there. And uh, even if you can't, if you just do a favor for one of my best friends in the business, on and off stage, uh, just we'll, we're going to have a tweet uh, about the show for ticket links. Just if you get a chance, if you could retweet it just to help get the word out, uh, you know, you definitely deserve it, man. It'd be awesome to have a big, uh, big. Yeah. Right on the
2: holidays, dude? that make yeah, 27, Christmas Right, right there. around Christmas. They wanted me to come back uh, a little bit. So it was flattering because they kind of called me, which was the cool part, you know? Like I hadn't, uh, that I didn't really consider that as one of the venues I was looking at to try to go home and do a show. But, uh, they really sold me on the fact that they were interested and they promoted. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's cool. So we'll probably, probably do a little local media around there, uh, hopefully close to it. And, uh, yeah man I mean uh you do those big theaters all the time I've done some of them with you this one's a really beautiful old grand theater and uh it's but gonna, I know the feeling it's it's gonna, whenever gonna, whenever well, you go I'll to have do my a old theater. man bring me out and uh he's gonna he's gonna come out and uh you know rile up the crowd a little bit so
0: I still have that feeling whenever I go to do a theater you're always peeking out like did anybody show up you always feel I even feel that in like a comedy club after no, I've uh, seen you uh, go after go years
2: that before like uh, let's just hope I saw something you're like ah bill you're gonna but yeah I've seen you kind of you know, it's stress. now. Now I'm. Stress. I'm. You listen, this is the first time I've ever had to deal with that kind of stress. Like, it's all great. the The banners are great. Everybody's cooperating. There, are, people are buying. We've we know that people have started going online, and now we're yeah, hoping. Yeah, we got a little buzz going. This is the rush. We got a little thing, but. Yeah, it's uh, you know, when you when you know how many seats are out there, you're like, wow, man, this is this is pretty wild. But it's cool, man. It's gonna be fun, man. Well,
0: we'll yeah. get uh, we'll get the All Things Comedy Network, uh, which you're a part yeah, of. Yeah, we'll I'm, we'll,
2: I'm coming on board. I just uh, talked to those guys last well, week. We'll so, try to get uh, a nice
0: push, maybe uh, a nice
2: little launch interview launch. We'll so.
0: I got a big promo this week, I forgot. I'm such a fucking I loser. I keep I forgetting you to promote.
2: I, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen anything from you on a tweet. We we don't know what uh it looks like uh i know that you you ripped on me uh a couple of weeks ago for bombing your intro that was a hilarious story by the way <laughs> but i mean we haven't even seen any branding special. your where like i got to open for that thing and i haven't even seen like a a poster
1: or a tweet or a- it's
0: coming this week my, my special actually comes out uh december the 5th, 5th. Yeah. yeah december 5th so yeah, the I'm 5th. going on conan this week to promote it oh nice uh already went out and bought my shirt my shirt. I always go out and you got to buy a shirt, Yeah, you know, maybe some how shoes the, or something. How
2: many times is this on the couch for Conan with you now? That's a lot. I don't
0: know, like four or five. He's yeah. a, he's awesome, man. That yeah. guy's like, you know, if it's going well, he laughs. If you, you know, if you need some help, he's right there to bail you out. Andy's always there to bail you out. And, uh, you know, he likes when you go crazy, you know, make it a little uncomfortable, whatever. It's just, it's, he's he just, a, he's a good guy, man. He he's a, a great, real good guy. He
2: had a great tweet. I retweeted on Thanksgiving where he said, uh, I uh, just got done eating one of these grass-fed Colorado turkeys. Can't figure out why I can I have the munchies all day. <laughs> he did like a you know all fed, grass-fed yeah grass-fed <laughs> col- the way he ordered it, it was great. I don't know I, I think I butchered it, but.
0: Well, hey, um, I didn't get to see the final two minutes of the game. I've got to be honest with you. What
2: did we lose by four? Yeah, they just ran out. The you know they got the first down and ran out the clock. They had them at third and four, but obviously Rodgers made a good good play. Oh, dude! But did you
0: secondary was fucking getting toasted, man. Every time
2: I was fucking. Well, that Jordy Nelson slant across the middle, that eighty when he hit the pylon. Oh Jesus! Yeah, with fucking two seconds left in the first half, that's what that was—the backbreaker. Because you you were cause you guys were actually playing it like you could get the ball back. You had two timeouts left. If you could get the backbreaker was the sack, yeah, Brady sacked. Well, that, that, that was, moved us back. Yeah, but I think the score right before the half killed you because you guys were just you yeah. Were but you have a whole
0: half to recover, and we were back in the game to yeah. sit there and be, hey, you fucking blew it in the second quarter. I mean, you no, fuck saying, you fuck up in the second quarter. Yeah. The fourth quarter, you blow it. Yeah. That's 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 how I look at this shit. But uh, did
2: you see Oakland got beat? Did you see some of the highlights? I, I haven't seen I mean, anything. O- Wait till you see the Oakland Raider highlights. The Raiders watch it all. They got beat fifty-two to nothing by the by the Rams. By the
0: same old Rams. I mean, you when you watch who the, do they who do the Rams even have in quarterback? Bradford's been out the whole season. Who do they got? Uh,
2: <laughs> Steve Deberg. Did they bring? Did they bring back Testaverde? Yeah, Vince Ferragamo. I don't even know who played quarterback. All Vince I Ferragamo. saw was. All I saw was highlights of these guys tripping, like running after Trey Austin tripping. These guys are tripping and falling down. It looked like trying to get kids to listen. Their defense when they would. Make, I mean, somebody's highlights and Tony Sperano, You wait till you see the, the the interview. He looks like he doesn't take his sunglasses off. And he looks. Oh, yeah. He looks like. Uh, Rocky looking over Mickey's corpse. He looks so beat up. He did not even want to talk. He had his head down with sunglasses on, and he was just like, yeah, I mean. We didn't make- oh, yeah. Oh, it was
0: horrible. That poor guy, because it's his second time. The- he's he's one of me and Verzi's favorite guys. Just his whole fucking name. He looks yeah. like he's witness protection program, and when he used to coach the Dolphins, Tony, and almost Tony Soprano. Whenever yeah, I say I, Tony yeah. Soprano, I can never remember how to say his name. It's Tony. Sper- Sperano.
2: Sperano. Yeah, Sperano.
0: Tony Sperano. The,
2: the, the P's in the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not Soprano. It, they they take the P from the back of Soprano and put it in the beginning. Sp- Sperano.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I was yelling about, by the way, is I. Uh, well, let me not uh, do ADD here and jump all around. Uh, Ray Rice is coming back. Mm hmm. There mm-hmm. you go. Some people are I was joking about that on stage. People are pissed off. Like, well, I guess the NFL doesn't care. So we're talking about they find the guy
2: millions of dollars. And the thing was is they millions. gave him the first suspension. I've always said they've given him the first suspension already. He accepted it. And then he got suspended again. And he got suspended again. And he played. Yeah, he sat said And then the out. woman he hit married him. Exactly, exactly, and exactly. And then she stuck up for him because there's bags of money going says, out the window. She just came up again yesterday and said she wasn't a victim. She just said she reiterated in another article when he got reinstated. She, she reiterated it again. I mean, you know, I say if the smartest. Well,
0: thing- I, I wouldn't go as far as say she's not a victim. I would just say. She said she, she was. Yeah, but she loves that dude. Right. Or, or she, he's got her psychologically like, dude, you punch a woman's face and drag her down the hall by her hair? Yeah, she's a victim. She if probably- he did that to me, granny, you had no hair to grab. <laughs> he fucking grabbed me under my freckled chin. I, yeah, I am a victim of a fucking knockout.
2: She probably feels like she's more of a victim for the fact that she doesn't get to live the lifestyle she gets to live when, she, when he's know. playing. Dude, I
0: got to be honest with you, man. That's it. To take a punch like that and then just say, like, I'm not a victim, that just seems like uh, that we're coming in on the middle of the movie. and Or she's just like, I don't know where she fucking grew up, that that's just a fucking normal week. Like, what is everybody flipping out about? But back to football, if I was the Saints, I'd he go He could have left me home. in the elevator. He brought me in. He tucked me in. Yes. <laughs> I woke up the next day, a couple of Advil. It's like it never happened. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious uh, to just sit because, you know, women's groups will just like flipping out. It's just so much fun to watch them. Women's groups actually have like a, like someone on their allegedly their side actually arguing with them because there's no way guys can do it. I'm making all kinds of noise yeah. this week through this chair. And there's no way guys can fucking do it. It's just it has got really gotten to the point that like like there's certain groups that if they complain, people are so afraid of saying the wrong thing and losing money and advertisers or their job or any of that that they will just sit there and they will listen to anything from a hundred percent logic and genius To absolute lunacy. It doesn't make a difference. It's just the topic. What are we talking about? You know, whatever. Cancer or battered women or fucking whatever you're talking about. People just go, okay, that makes sense. Right. I'll wear the pink thing. Tell me where to walk. I'll have a pink mustache in December. Matt Lauer would do it. (laughs) Right. <laughs> Did you see Dave Letterman trash Matt Lauer? That no, was one of the fucking no. most brutal things cuz you know, he he got into it with that lady on his show right. and then she fucking pulled this genius fucking move where she started tearing up after they fired her, right? And then he reached out to touch her and she pulled away and just totally made him look like a fucking asshole. So for the last like fucking 14 months, he's trying to show how playful and silly and how he doesn't take himself seriously or whatever. And I forget what the fuck he was doing. There was some sort of stunt he was doing where he was running around shirtless doing something. Just looking like everything but just wearing a dress. And Letterman showed a clip and goes, look at that. Would you look at that? That is a grown man with children, ladies and gentlemen. That's hilarious. And he just goes, who is his agent? And he goes, play that again. Wow. And And it was tough love. But the guy needed to hear it, and he's, he's not doing it as ridiculous. Somebody needed to be like, dude, for fuck's sakes, yeah. how long are you going to apologize with your fucking self-esteem here? Have a little bit of backbone. And, okay, see, you didn't get along with one fucking person the entire time, so now you got to go out there, you know, dress like a pinata and
2: have a bunch of kids whack you with a stick? Jesus, Matt. That's, uh, you know, I'm listening to you just rant, but I, I'm like, I'm sitting here going, you know, I don't understand how the network even stays with a guy that's, that's toting that after the whole fact. I mean,
0: what the network, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a shit what you're yeah. doing. Let's just say that certain somebody that had all those accusations, right? Well, right. But let's just say that guy, you think, you, do you think if he was really doing that to all of those women? Do you honestly think that only those women knew about it? You don't think there was producers and directors and other actors and all kinds of fucking people that knew something was going on? Dude, once you start making people money.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: You know, if that, I mean, I I shouldn't be using that as an example because that is all alleged. And I believe innocent until guilty or 13,000 accusations. (laughs) Ah, it's just, Somebody it's said – uh, I
2: saw a funny tweet. I don't know who said it, but it was like uh, the Bill Cosby thing is a – it's a classic case of he said, she said, dot, 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 she said, That dot, dot, dot oh, she said. Oh, he yeah. went on with like 13 she said. Oh, uh, man. That's, a, that's hilarious. I'll you, that's a rough one, you know. <laughs> That, that escalated quickly. Yes, it did. That all that that, that's a that's another one. They show the Ron Burgundy thing after the news broke with uh, Bill McAssey, and then all the like, like, and then this story came out. They show like quick clips and news stories, like people going, and now another woman's come forward, and another, and now another one's forward, and then they just went with the Ron Burgundy thing. Go going, wow,
3: that escalated
2: quickly. Yeah, It's <laughs> a thing, dude.
0: Like, I, I try not because you know. I'm a fucking idiot, and I've made a bunch of mistakes and all that shit. I try not to fucking judge people until they've actually just been like – but sometimes you're just like, what the fuck? Like I knew this guy one time, right? I didn't know this guy. It was just someone who knew a guy, knew a guy, knew a guy within my circle. And uh, it's one of those deals you know. Where you get that phone call, and someone goes, hey, do you remember so-and-so? And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. What, is he dead? And they're like, nah. And there was this fucking story where this guy had got arrested for – uh like, child trafficking, sex fucking blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God. What is he, in fucking Thailand? What is this guy doing? Turned out he got a hooker who was underage.
2: It's
0: like, ah, he had a bad weekend. He had a bad weekend. The guy had a bad fucking weekend. I mean, you pull over and you get a hooker. Am I wrong here? You get her. The first thing you do, you're trying to get her in the car. (laughs)
2: Right, exactly.
0: She's doing something illegal. What, is she going to show you her real ID? (laughs) The guy was uh, married, had kids. Uh, he had a bad weekend. He had a bad weekend. He had a, bad weekend, a
2: bad, real bad weekend. Fucking yeah, but he trafficking. Yeah, that
0: sucks. Jeez <laughs> No, but the way they put it in like the local like police blurb made it seem like this guy was... He wasn't
2: charged with that, was he? Like I, don't, I, mean, I, ju- I, ju- I mean,
0: this was years ago. I just had one fo- fucking phone call about it, and I was just like, what the fuck? And then the guy told me the story. Because I'm literally going like, that dude was into little kids. And it's just like, no, you got a prostitute. And she was underage. And it's like, oh, all right. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know how far underage, but I'm assuming like, but I mean, you could literally,
2: you got to hope it's give or take a couple of yeah. years. At and that if she's
0: point. walking I mean, this, the streets, dude, they age in dog
2: years. Yeah. They do.
0: A 17 year old's <laughs> going to look 35. It's true. I saw one. nobody is thinking how old are age. you when you get a hooker? You're not thinking that you're thinking, are you a cop? That's Did what you're thinking.
2: Yeah, did you see that? Ever see that HBO uh, special on hookers? Like when they walk the streets of like uh, these cities at night, and like one deep voice guy does the, you know. And like, I and remember then, that. Yeah, H- yeah. Remember H- those HBO things? And you be like, and then it's one o'clock in the morning, and but there was like they would tell these gr- like show these girls that would come forward, like thirty one, thirty two, thirty three years old, looked haggard, like fifty. They looked fifty, 50. just beat down with beat the down. drugs. And they just concrete you
0: know. and jizz will do that to you. <laughs> I'll <laughs> oh do it God, to you. It's man. a rough life out there, rough life. And you're walking in those pumps. You it's know your fucking life. back is all messed up. You know it's been bugging me. I didn't see the people keep texting me the new No More commercial. I haven't seen it yet, so maybe I'll see it by next week. Uh, but those fucking Dodge Ram commercials. What, what what is their slogan? Where they're like
2: Unity, Dignity. Ram. Ram.
0: What, is, what do they say? There's like these these fucking ridiculous words.
2: I don't, I don't know the actual slogan, like,
0: but they're always... Like they went to the moon and back. It's just some guy driving down the street with a ladder. <laughs> and I got like some fucking uh, cock and, and bucket of stucco or some shit in the back. They're and acting they, like they're going to war.
2: And they always slow down the truck, like taking bumps. I hate that when they yeah. like slow the truck down, taking these bumps. Like it's like only in this truck could you be this comfortable <laughs> <laughs> this over like boom. boom
0: yeah, uh, you're gonna load this up and drive over a bunch of tree trunks yeah, it's laying the in the road. Yeah, Just the in worst. case there's a hurricane, you got a bunch <laughs> of telephone poles to ride over. Dude, those things ride. We rent. We rent. Uh, we, oh, rent big, right. we rent a big. We rent a four door pickup every year when we go to the Rose Bowl. And that's what I was thinking about it because uh, uh, guts.
2: That's it. Guts. guts. That's glory. What it is. Rail. Guts, glory, rail. That because when you said it the first time, I'm like, ah, I don't remember hearing All that. All right, what, what's the guts
0: to take on that payment and that gas guzzling tax?
2: <laughs> what's the glory? Find it somewhere to park that thing, parallel park that thing.
0: Yeah, like they've carried you know, a like, flag. Yeah, look at
2: that. I got that thing in. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they like, didn't like, let <laughs> the flag
0: touch the ground. <laughs> yeah. They're not. They're coming over to some old shit house like me to fucking charge me up the ass.
2: Yep. We got the Rose Bowl menu coming this year.
0: Oh yeah, and yeah. those of you who are new to my podcast, every year, uh, me and a number of other fellas, we all go to the Rose Bowl game. And this year, dude, it's a playoff oh, game. Oh,
2: this one's gonna be a big oh, one. Oh,
0: this one counts for oh. all the marbles. Oh, boy. no, it doesn't. It's a semifinal playoff game, yes. dude. I gotta tell you, it was almost sold out. Yeah, already. Like huh? I, I got, I got us four tickets. I had to go two and two. Oh, so yeah. we're, there was a couple rows behind us. God, same, God same, help. Same area, though, God right? help the people between us as yeah, we're same shouting. Same area,
2: so we can kind of go give absolutely the old look over the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Martin is always sad when we have to go to the game. Anyway, I hope the implications of this one cheers him up a little bit because he hates leaving the tailgate. Well, we all do. But we all do. He yeah. especially hates leaving the tailgate. He's right. Like, uh,
1: he's always, he's it's like, the
2: worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, no, dude. Oh man, we're going to do the remember, ribs this year. I like your idea. We're going with your idea. We're going to do the ribs this year.
0: When I shotgun that beer last year, that's kind of the last part of the tailgate. Remember, and good. I just woke up in the lawn chair last year. I went so hard for people the who I, I pa- I'm the first guy who ever passed out at the tailgate.
2: Hardest I've ever seen you ever go, and we've 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 you know we've had some nights where we've knocked them back, and that was the hardest. I have ever seen? Do you know, I, ever
0: and you do you know go. I had never shotgun a beer in my life? You can it tell. just never.
2: Why <laughs> it went right yeah, down? Yeah, yeah, what are you yeah, talking? Yeah. About? Was, I crushed no, it. No, what I'm saying is, you know, a little bit later, you were sitting down. That thing went. That thing was like the lubricator for you, and then that—that's what that. does. Oh no, dude,
0: no, no, that—that no, no, that that, was, like, no, that was dude. That you know I me, mean, whiskeys that was in by. The, that's what I mean. The whiskey killed. So
2: that's me. what I mean is like that thing lubricated you to just be able to go. Well, boom. But that's what. I, that's what I mean. Like you had never. It was like that. Dude, that when you, this it was deal. Like taking a drug for the first. When time. When you
0: start drinking whiskey at 8:30 in the morning, at 11:30 to drink a beer. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like drinking like orange juice. Yep. I, I can't even just – we went right down. I just – I never shotgun a beer. I just never – there was always girls around. I always thought I was going to drip down my fucking shirt. And I was like, they're already not hooking up with me. I don't need to add spilling alcohol all, all over myself. And so. Everson
2: College doesn't sound like the type of college where they're shotgun and beer a lot. Oh, sure they on. are. Were, they, were sure, there? Of oh, course okay. they were. We, I, we I, just started, I, just, uh, I was a commuter.
0: Yeah. I was Dude, I computer, lived in a right, bubble that's right, that's for right. the first 25 years of my life. Um. So anyways, um, getting back to it. So uh, this year, dude, uh, so we got – dude, Alabama might be playing in the fucking Rose Bowl.
2: Be right now, uh, Alabama – Right now, it'd be Alabama. Well, Mississippi State lost. I'm saying TCU's probably four right now. I don't
1: think so. TCU, come on, Frogs! Hello, Frogs! TCU, yeah, they, they're so, at
2: four right now. So, it so it, like be- it's
0: no longer Pac-10, <clears throat> Big Ten.
2: Not necessarily. Pac-12. No, unless they're both in the unless they're both in the top four. So we
0: could see SEC. Obviously, Alabama, what am I thinking?
2: Here's what it's going to be. You know how they were rotating the bowls for the championship in the last couple of years before uh-huh. they went to the Final Four playoff system? Yeah. What they're going to do is they're going to rotate the semifinals. The, 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 the championship game is now going to, is not a BCS game anymore, so it's not at one of those five sites anymore. This year's, BC, this year's title game, they're calling it the title game, is at Dallas Cowboy Stadium. Next year, it's oh, at shit. Glendale in Phoenix where they play where the Cardinals play. The year after that, they've already got the first three sites already met. The third year is Tampa because it's going to be like a Super Bowl. Of,
1: right. They're going to have destination so cities.
2: So what they're going to do and is they're going to rotate. they have to pay the kids. They're going to make a fortune. They're going yeah, to rotate the five. So next year, the Rose Bowl won't be one of the semifinal games, either the Orange Bowl or the Fiat, uh, uh, Cotton Bowl or the um, – so there's five. I think out of the five cities, every 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 couple of years there'll there'll be a semifinal. In I Rose would go Bowl. to the Cowboys every, one. Basically, every two years, is, the Rose Bowl is going to be a semifinal game.
0: That's sick, every dude. Two I years. would go to the Cowboys that championship game if they just took that fucking TV down. Yeah, that TV like, is the fucking
2: worst. Yeah, I've never been in there yet.
0: Well, uh, I I was working at a comedy club out there, and the the, the owner out there had a hookup. And we sat down on the field level. And, dude, you couldn't not look at it. I was pulling the visor down on my hat so I wouldn't look. My neck was – stiff. you just – dude, it's clearer than what's going on. In the, it's clearer than real life. Is it? And – It's like watching dude, a spaceship if, if, land. Everybody's if, you know, like The only this. way I would go to that game – I would never sit on the lower level again if I ever went to Cowboy's team. I would sit, you know, mid to up. And I would just – you're just sitting there like watching TV outside but inside where it's happening but you're sort of a million miles away because you're watching this fucking screen. And – um. I don't know, man. Like, I I, there's something about that stadium when there's college football in it. I love it, man. When I saw like LSU and they, you know, they they have the fucking uh, the end zones that painted their colors. It's a really cool stadium. It sucks that eventually the Cotton Bowl is going to be in there. Um, That's why I went to. um, Oh, actually, Cotton Bowl is, but uh, the the Red River game is eventually going to be in there. Won't even be played at the Cotton Bowl. That's why I went to it a couple years back, and it's just like the Rose Bowl. Where it's about half the size of like Gillette Stadium, right? But holds like a hundred and ten thousand people or something like that. And you're sitting there going, "There's no way there's a hundred thousand people." It's like, yeah, there is. All there is is seats. Nothing but. And seats. everybody's just jammed together on like fucking aluminum seats and stuff. So um, that Rose Bowl Stadium is
2: great. That's what, that just. It's I love going into that stadium and watching football every year. That's just oh, that's, that's one of the best places you'll ever see anything in your life, sports-related. I think I've been in some cool parks. You've been in a lot more than I have. But, man, every time I step into that Rose Bowl stadium to watch that game and see those teams painted on the field, I, I don't know if there's a January 1st, sunshine, I don't know if there's anything. I don't know if there's a pound-for-pound, pound, a sporting event that is a consistent thing, as great as the Masters is. I don't know, Rose Bowl. Is great just to start the year off, dude, dude. There's no better as far as like it defines like sports, if, you, if
0: you're like, if you're like, like the same kind of moron we are, right? Because yeah. we are yes. morons, That's right. the perfect,
2: perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like this girl I was talking to, she's like, Well, they don't some people just don't understand.
0: And I get, dude, you know what? I did Thanksgiving Day,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I taped all the games, I watched the last one, I didn't watch the first two games. You know, what I actually did, um, I was like in a mellow mood. And Nia didn't want to watch football. She wanted to watch the Westminster Dog Show. Oh, I know what happened. I took my dog on a hike, right? Nice. And then I came back. Went on like this fucking two-hour hike, right? And come back. And then uh, I come in and she already has the Macy Day Parade on. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Here we go, right? Um, and some band was playing that song. Because uh, I'm happy. Oh, the, dun, the dun, dun, song? Yeah, yeah. And they were killing it too. Yeah. That, that, that. Yeah. They were killing it, right? And you know, I like the drum line and
2: that type of shit. I like that shit. song. That's but then you know, I need uh, more things that put me in a good mood anyway. So I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna worry about admitting that I like that song. That's all right. You know that's right? all right.
0: Well <laughs> even if people are laughing at you right now, you can't hear it. That's the greatest yeah, thing about this. You're exactly. you're in
2: the bubble. I so can't
0: hear it. she she wanted to watch it and I said, Ah, you know what? Fuck it. It's Thanksgiving. I'm not gonna argue. Let's do it. All right, let's fucking watch it. And I totally got into it. And I dude, I called it Verzee. I fucking I can't say I, I knew the dog was going to win, but the one that I picked that I wanted to win, there was this fucking bloodhound.
2: Was it a bloodhound?
0: Oh, I love bloodhounds, right? And I uh, made it to the final round. It was that. It was this sick-ass fucking Japanese dog. Uh begins with an A. I don't know what it is, but it's fucking jacked. Awesome-looking dog. Uh, looks. I think they, they bred him to fight bears. There's, there was so, many, so much fucking information, I can't even remember. Um and uh the, the fucking bloodhound won, you know what he fucking he, he he got to the judge. All the, the dogs were sitting there out. all prim and proper and that thing sat down. As the thing came over, it sat on its ass and started scratching its ear or something like that, or its side. And then when the, the judge kind of lifted its, you know, you know, hind come right. on, let's stand up, it just sort of looked at him and gave him a big fucking a uh, kiss on the face, you know, one big, you know, the giant fucking bloodhound, yeah. like getting a paintbrush to the face. No kidding. And the judge looked away, and then just couldn't even. He had this fucking ear to ear grin, and even the people announcing were laughing, going, uh, "I think that dog knows what it's doing." But blah, 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 and the fucking thing came in first place. Because I was saying, me, yeah, I was going, "There's no way they're giving it to a bloodhound. There's no Blood way." Bloodhounds
2: are cool dogs.
0: Yeah, I know. But when you just think, like you know, best in show, it's usually one of those foofy looking dogs
2: didn't what wasn't uh what's his name uh, had one in the finals in best in show in the movie in Who the did? stupid version um christopher guest remember he had the big was that i a never blood? saw that movie oh, that's a funny movie fred willard kills it in that in that movie but anyway he had in the finals he had a blood on jane lynch is in that movie i gotta uh, see it at some christopher point christopher guest all those guys harry sheer all those guys but, you want to um, ruin it
0: for me the way i ruined a movie for everybody on uh on the podcast this week <laughs>
2: Well, you do it. The, go, the gone gone girl, the girl, you gone. Ruined
0: it. You, you, you. I basically said that for fucking uh, two hours and 15 minutes. It's a great movie. The final 15 minutes I didn't like. That's what I said. I probably shouldn't have said that. I should have just said there that I wasn't going to give out any more information. Um, go and see it. And you'll know. I, you'll know exactly what I'm saying. Hey, you want to do some questions here? Yeah, man. Let's do some questions. I, I like doing the questions. All right. Whistling in the bathroom. Uh, what the fuck up? What the fuck is up with dudes whistling in the men's room? They walk in whistling away, take their piss, wash their hands, dry off, and leave. And the entire time, they're fucking whistling. Why? It's weird. Knock that shit off. Do you know uh, Do you know why they do this? <clears throat> um, I would say that they're already a douchebag who walks around whistling. And when you go in there, the acoustics, the sound, it's like singing in the shower to them. Yep. And, um... The, people who whistle in general are really like uh, they're in their own fucking world because you, you can't, you, you're not just picking up on how fucking annoying it is.
2: Right. And especially like when you're just in a group of people that you're stranger in, you know, like that situation. But some people I think might be just happy that they're going to be touching themselves.
0: Oh, so that's why he's happy?
2: I don't know, man. He's maybe
0: going to go in there and yeah. see some dicks.
2: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's a different angle. Hey, all right. I'm like kind of like stepping like a, Hey, all right. I'm happy about this decision I made. I'm in the I'm men's room. Taking my room dick and, out. Yeah, man. They're going to be touching my dick and this is going to be great. Hey, <laughs> da, da 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 You know what I mean? Like I don't know. That could be a That could be what's going on, but I don't I used know. to
0: work in a warehouse and there was a guy that could whistle really well, but he'd do it and he'd wait for like guitar solos that would come on the radio and he would only whistle like three or four notes, but he did it Every fucking day, in the exact same register. Like he'd wait till the guitar solo got up to a certain point. He would always whistle a couple of fucking notes. And um, I think he did it for about six months before I finally just looked at him. I go, "Why do you always do that?" And he was like, "Do what?" And I was like, "Whistle with the fucking guitar solo." It's like you know.
2: Did he even know he was doing it? So- no, don't- and he had some
0: this. No, and you know, I felt bad after I said it because he was absolutely stunned. Like he had no idea. Like. Dude, he was looking at me like, dude. Like I thought we were friends.
2: I had to break a it habit. It's classic me back then. I had to then. break a habit a what? while back from years ago that I didn't know I was doing that was annoying people, um, and that was uh, like this, like this real shriek through my teeth. Like oh Jesus, don't ever do that again. No, I'm not. I broke myself of it, but I wouldn't know I was doing it, and I, I would do it in like like either awkward, not awkward, like or some nervous situations or some or like thoughtful situations, and I wouldn't know that I was doing it, like. I would fall into like a oh, stair. You, you ever fall into like a stair where you just can't see? Like you just fall out, and you're like, eh. Hey, and I would go, and I don't know what I would. do. And people, would, uh, you know, finally somebody close enough. Your friends are close enough that are just like, dude, would you? Sound? And you're like, uh, and then you hear it enough times, where you're like, all right. And then I consciously broke it. I don't do it anymore, which is great. I mean, it's been no, a long there. Thing. You go. It's been a long. Everybody time. should do that. You want to
0: be able to walk up to that guy in the men's room?
2: Yeah, and be like, be guy, like, dude, are you even whistling. aware that
0: you walked in here whistling? No yeah. one wants to hear it. Yeah. There's always that guy too that like the old old guys fart when they piss. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. They just fucking go in and they just <laughs> They just have like those ones and they don't even smell. It's like it's so loud it eats it eats up to smell.
2: You ever notice that noise of it just you know, it eats the yeah. smell? Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! All the time, especially like at airports. You know what I mean? Like when you're ducking in, at like like the terminal, and you know you got there early. And you're like, right, I can go in and have a nice little, just you know, you know, take you know, take my time in the restroom. And then you're just in there, and you're trying to relax because you know you can take your time. And then it's like, <laughs> and there's like two. Sometimes there's like two guys doing. it. And they it. just it's those like, the, I, I'm
0: like those guys just don't even give a fuck. How un? No. Dude, I've been in there, and it's, it's, like almost every stall is packed. You've already taken a piss. And you're up there trying to wash your hands, not touch anything. And they just be some guy.
2: You ever seen a guy? Right?
0: And people, and what's funny is nobody says anything because you expect to hear it. You expect to smell it when you're in there. It's like if that guy did that on the plane, you would either die laughing or fucking punch him in the face. But in the bathroom, it's just completely acceptable to just. It's just nobody gives a shit. And what's so funny is you're in there, and there's literally a complete stranger, like six feet away, just shitting. <laughs> and what you're smelling is the air that's been up his ass, and you, and you just don't even, you don't even give a fuck. you just like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in a men's room. That's just what it is. And then you go out, and you go out to fucking, you don't know, have a Chick-fil-A, and you get a sandwich, and you act, you act like it never <laughs> happened.
2: Oh, my God, dude, I'm dying right now.
0: Yeah, it's fucking unreal. Oh, my
2: God, that's hilarious.
0: Totally acceptable. (laughs) Um, All right, you ready for another one?
2: That's worse than our experience in the steam room in San Francisco. Oh, Jesus, you're here. We can Dude. talk about this. Oh, my God. That Asian Dude. guy,
0: then he started cleaning his Remember feet.
2: Remember that? Oh, yeah, he started doing his feet. I thought he was giving himself a pedicure or he was doing that thing off the heel. And he was just, getting the dead skin let, off his foot. he was just letting him swing around. He just had like... He was almost like opening his thighs. It was it was
0: very yeah. disturbing. I I just think it, it was like a... Uh, I think it's just a different level of comfortableness. Like, you know, I saw the difference of our comfortableness is the last people who owned this house was a gay couple. So they had that that magazine that comes every once in a while. Oh, dude, that
2: was fu- – oh, And was,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm going like – And they had all these like cowboys with like assless chaps and they're sitting there and they got these looks, they got these looks on their face. What the fuck is and they got these looks on their faces like this, that same attitude like a Victoria's Secret model has. Like, you know, you could never have this, bitch. So I'm sitting there going like... So I'm sitting there trying to show it to Jay, and he literally... Uh, he's already standing up. He literally turns his back and is walking away going like, no, 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 no. no. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see that. I'm like, come on, gentlemen. Look at the guy's mustache. I don't want to I don't wanna see this. Come on, man. Dude, you were so repulsed. Like, I sat there going like, wait a minute. This is disgusting. Is there something wrong with me? I'm either fucking uh, disgusting. forward thinking here or I'm falling on the other side of oh the fence. God,
2: it was like a, you know, it was like a...
0: Oh, dude, it's Magic, hilarious. It
2: was like a Magic Mike collector's item.
0: No, it's like one of those. Uh, one of those. Was right,
2: but I'm just saying that's, you know, the pictures, these, the way these guys were looking at you. They oh, Magic you Mike, like yeah. They were about to strip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. And, no, yeah, they had like, the exact ah,
0: same ah, attitude God. as. Uh, that
2: was hilarious. Like, you're not good enough for this. What did you say? You're not... You'll never get this. <laughs>
0: you'll never get this.
2: Yeah, what do you do for a living, buddy? <laughs> they did look, look like that.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, transitioning to becoming a professional. Um, I recently fulfilled a lifelong dream of becoming a professional comic book artist. Congratulations, dude. Now there's a fun job. Provided you don't work for Disney because they'll probably take all the creativity out of it. Why did I just say that? Skeptical as I was that I would never find. I'm just getting in their good graces saying yeah, I didn't so have a problem with the gay catalog right. and now I just fucking blew it. No, well, <laughs> guess we won't be doing a fucking, what is it? Avatar, whatever yeah, the fuck where, they do. Uh, it gives a shit. What do you want to do? Ducks,
2: something the ducks? Something about the global warming with penguins. You won't won't be in the next ducks, mighty ducks sequel.
0: Right. Or two computers that wanna fuck. Was that another one?
2: (laughs) Short Uh, circuit. Is that what it's called? Is that the one from the eighties?
0: No, the one that was, like, oh. recent. I saw it. Nia loved it. It was uh, There was, like, a computer, and he liked the uh, other computer, and then there was fat people who couldn't walk. Nah, i never seen that one. They were so fat that they were dragging impossible. each other around.
2: That's all, I'm, Some of the ideas that get shot down, and I just heard that. That just didn't – I mean, just on the rough sketch of what you said, is just like, what? A computer liked him, and he liked her, and fat people?
0: Oh, hang on. let me finish reading this. Skeptical yeah. as I was that I would uh, ever f- – Finding success, what skeptical as I, as I was that I would ever find, I guess, find success, not finding. I have always prepared for the eventual accordingly. What? Knowing the transition from amateur to professional would be arduous. Dude, you should have been a fucking writer. (laughs) Um, However, it has been surprising to find that the most difficult aspect of the job is not what was expected, such as meeting deadlines, working with established professionals, satisfying my editor, et cetera, but something I hadn't much accounted for. Uh, What is causing me anxiety and filling me with dread is that in a few months' time, a relatively large swath of Americans will be in possession of my work pawing and prodding, casting judgment upon it. I imagine it akin to witnessing my child stillborn. Jesus Christ, dude. Certainly a dramatic comparison, but my paranoia is rampant. Uh, My question to you is, what is your advice for dealing with artistic growth in the public eye? Not limited to the negative. I imagine the positive side can have as many drawbacks. Uh, Thanks and go fuck yourself. Dude, this is a very contemporary question. This This is one of the dangers of the Internet now. Long setup. Where? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, it, it's a passionate thing here. Plus, half the reason they write in this long is because they want to hear me struggle. Sure. They think I they don't, love it. They think I don't know. I don't know right. what they're doing. I I'm know what they're to doing. Slip, slip by. Um, yeah, I would just say when you put it out there, you just um, don't go on Twitter. Don't do like if it's doing well. That's all you need to worry about. Okay. Um, and even then, all, all you all, all you can really worry about is you did what you thought was awesome. And people either like it or they don't. And fuck them, you move on to the next thing. But you really got to develop a tough skin for this type of thing. And, um, you know, there's going to be a couple people no matter what you do. I mean, I went to the Sistine Chapel and made fun of it. And look at me, I can't even fucking draw a goddamn stick figure. So, I mean, just take that with a grain of salt that that's going to happen. Like, uh, I got a special coming out this week, you know. I'll get some good shit. I'll get some bad shit. But you know, I take all of it like I don't give a fuck. As long as people keep coming out to my shows, I know that there's people that don't like what I do. I know there's the people that think I stink. I know that there's people that you know might not like whatever. And it's just a part of it. And if you're going, if you're going to put your shit out there, which you want to do because you want to make a name for yourself, or you wouldn't be pursuing this, um, you're just going to have to develop that tough skin. So give yourself time to develop it. If somebody says something negative, because I know you're still going to read them because it's your first one. And if they say something negative and it makes you feel bad, um, that's completely normal. But afterwards, kind of examine the fact that you let somebody who you don't even know what their background is. They probably can't draw it all. And you allowed them to ruin a part of your day that you're never going to get back. And uh, you start looking at that way. Eventually you'll get over with, get over it. Right. No. What would you say, he, Jay? Well,
2: well, I would say uh, he's a cartoon guy, right? Like a cartoon strip yes, guy? Yes, he is. Uh, the thing about that is if you're a little uh, leery about how, to, how it gets accepted in the public eye or whatever, I – the cool thing about being a cartoon stripper is you can kind of go under a, a ghost name or a written name, and you can kind of put your thing out there like you said. Put it out there. You don't have to go to Twitter or anything, see how people receive it. And then when the criticism do come, like they are going to come because that's just what people do, and especially in this uh, in a thread comment uh, reality that we live in, no matter what's posted or what's shown, um, you can kind of maybe at least protect yourself a little bit. Uh, you know, knowing that it's a ghost name or a, or a written name or a pen name, and you can kind of try to accept it uh that way and, and feel like, well, I can step into this person now and own it as me. Yeah, no matter what you make, you know people what I mean? are going to shit all over. It. They're going to shit all
0: over it, and just no matter what you fucking do, some people they're not even serious. They're doing that trolling thing, which is really the easiest fucking thing to do. Oh yeah. But it's fun as hell. It's yeah. fun to do yeah. that. I understand why people do it. So, all right. Uh, last one here as we're winding down. Uh, 24-year-old virgin. Dear Billy Blue Balls, I am a 24-year-old man who has somehow never pulled the trigger. I've had plenty of chances, but whether it has been the condom-breaking whiskey disc, whiskey dick, he's trying to write, or just straight nerves, I've never been able to pull it off. I've recently moved into a new apartment, and this fact is is uh, keeps slapping me in the face um i'm having to make up sexual encounters to tell my friends and hope they never run into that girl and hope it comes up in conversation well dude if you're gonna make a chick up don't be, have it be somebody real um he said i set up profiles on plenty of fish and tinder but it comes uh, these guys like this must be yeah, he's a young guy so i don't even know what the fuck that means but i haven't had much luck and don't really want to fuck a bunch of fat chicks i almost broke down and got a hooker online don't do that Called a number, never set an appointment, but the fear of getting in trouble slash feeling like a loser stopped me. Plus, dude, you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get a disease that way, dude. You're gonna go from having this fucking pristine dick to it's just gonna look like fucking roadkill. You know, <coughs> after, after one at bat, man, you don't want to do that. <coughs> you got to ease into the hookers, people. Um, anyways, I don't have David Cho C H O E. Do you know who that is? C H O E. No idea. Who does he play for, dude? Never heard of him. I don't have David Show type money to go uh, on a traveling whore venture, and I'm getting sick of failed attempts, whether they are online or in person. I feel as if it is affecting my confidence with women and my life in general. I realize that whoever I bang first, I'm going to be awful. That has influenced who I would approach because I wanted to spare myself the embarrassment of the potential situation. What do you think is the best thing to do? Uh, keep trying to get normal girls or just go on the back page of Hotel Six Spending Spree? No. From one Irish guy from mass to another. Love the stand-up podcast and thanks for the advice. Go fuck yourself. Um, I would say you got to get out in front of this, son. You got to come clean. Like, you're so ashamed over something you shouldn't be ashamed of um, that this is causing you to do something you don't want to do, which is go fuck a hooker. You don't want to do that. That's going to be horrific. You could get arrested, you could get a disease, you could get a disease and get arrested. It could turn out to be a dude. It could be there's a zillion fucking things, traumatic, that could happen for you. So what I would do is just, just fucking, you know, so stupid, but just be yourself. This is you, your 24-year-old virgin. I don't know why it hasn't happened. You put it out there. It's actually a confident fucking move. Don't tell it to some blabbermouth cunt. Just approach a woman that you actually are attracted to. And like you actually like who she is, that's the one you want to be with. Okay, you don't want to be with some fucking, you know. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You want to be some cut like that, you know? You might be go from a virgin to, uh, you know, you get your first murder in there. You know, that seems like one of those things. You're 24 year old virgin. You'd accidentally push her too hard, and she'd whack her head.
2: Oh, my God, get up. Sure, he had a motive. He, this guy could not never get laid. You know what I mean? Like, And they
0: bring you in. The guy's you know, breaking you down. You yeah.
2: never had sex, did you? Did you? Took all the other ones out on her. Didn't you? you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No. I want answers. Exactly. Yeah, I think be yourself. But here's the thing: is I think this guy's a little concerned about um, like how he's going to perform too, and what the girls going to yeah. think of him. So that's why he's thinking he's he's in the hooker realm. Like it's like they're paid not to laugh at me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like it's sure sex, and yeah. I can kind of figure my way out. They're not going to teach
0: you anything either. They're just going to fucking lay right.
2: It. Up. But he's maybe thinking that. Right. That's why I say the play is you're 24. If you got some friends or whatever the story is, or wherever you hang out, you might like have a favorite bar or something. To do. Listen, it may sound a little shallow, but if I think of it gets you through what you're going through, which I think I know what you're going through, is you know, find out who like the, the like in your age group because they are are like the loose girl, like without being a prostitute, <laughs> like the chick that's been banging some guys around the scene for a little bit and not really No. I'm serious. Like this is a way to well, that's get, the way a he'll real, get laid This is a way to get a real person without all that other stuff. Still kind of be yourself. You can even exude. But he wants to keep the fact that he's a virgin under wraps. That's fine. This girl's not gonna keep you think that girl's gonna keep her mouth shut? No, but you don't even tell her. You just go into it with a little bit of confidence. She's because so, be, that's why I say do the whore because she's gonna help you figure it out. She's not gonna. She's enough of a kind of a loose girl to just. F- so you're saying he
0: just sits in a chair, takes it out, and goes get on. So then well, she fucking I mean, she's have- got to handle the fucking entry there, so he won't fuck that up. He just sits. He that's what you do. You go out and you buy a throne. At a fucking yard sale, right? You get one of those biggie crowns and she comes (laughs) over, right? And you just fucking, uh, Herman Munster, that's who you sound like when you're doing Uh. that. Um, (laughs) Lillian. No, no, No. I, 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 look, well, this is the first thing I do, stop being so fucking hard on yourself. And uh, it's not that big a deal. It really isn't that big a deal. And if you told your friends, you know, if they laugh at you, whatever, guys break balls, but they're gonna try to help you. They're going to try to fucking help you out. But there's always going to be a couple of douchebags. And who gives a fuck if they go and they say, Who cares? Half the fucking people you know are 24, not even half. Most of them you're never going to fucking see again. Exactly. That's
2: why I'm saying. Take your dick out. No, I'm no. saying that, you know, in a perfect <laughs> world, Bill, yeah, you meet a really nice girl. You are yourself. Yeah, that's a perfect world. It's a movie. It's a movie. Listen, and you're still 24. That's going to happen a little later down on the road. You're going to be an experienced, confident guy, and you're going to meet the right person. You're going to be able to really be yourself. In this instant, to get this thing out of the way, you got to, like you said before, you said you got to get out in front of this thing. I say you got to put it behind you You know, sense too because it's like you got to be able to pick it up and move on and, and go to the next you know you have the condom your- on when you walk into well, the bar yeah, well, i'm just saying next stage of life i say find the find, you know you start finding out like hanging out with them a little bit like cute girls that are just kind of out there having fun they will hold your hand through the fun man i'm telling you you won't even have to tell them that you're a virgin and guess what at the end of the day you won't have to tell anybody you're a virgin because you won't be a virgin anymore Jay Lawhead, ladies and gentlemen. Jay Lawhead will be performing at the Lorraine Palace Theater, December twenty seventh. Uh, tickets are online. If you go to my website, actually, you can go to JasonLawhead.com because the ticket link's kinda long. There's a banner at the home page. You can click on the banner, it goes right to the site. We got like a, a, a group pack for holiday pack for a little discount if you buy like, you know, a certain amount, but they're fifteen bucks a piece. It's gonna be a great show. Um, December twenty seventh, what time? Eight PM. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Doors p.m. open at six. Lorraine, Ohio. Lorraine, Ohio, man, and it's the release of my uh, debut CD. You've never heard of me, which I'm excited about putting out and putting that that's material awesome. behind me too, man. So I am far. as
0: excited about that show as I am seeing what you're going to cook up this year at the yeah, Rose Bowl. Yeah,
2: ribs, buddy. That's bison right. burgers in the morning uh, for like uh, that's the, with the snack. omelets, omelets, and then the bison burgers in during the you know that middle part, and then uh, the, the feast before kickoff will be ribs.
0: So oh, it's, it's going to be unbelievable. Small. And really then awesome. I got the Cuban cigar hookup. Oh, it's
2: going to be ridiculous. Ah, That's good. Uh, That's that's Uh, Barnett when he gets excited.
0: I could drink a hundred of these. All right, that's the podcast for this week. I hope you guys all had a happy Thanksgiving.
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Anything Better Podcast NFL Edition. Uh, we are previewing week number, dude. I can't even believe we're going into week number thirteen of the NFL season, dude. It's I remember literally being excited at the beach that a week from now is week one, and we are le- a month less than two months away from it being over. But it's we're going insane into,
0: how fast it goes.
1: Oh my god, dude. Um, we are ready for uh, week. 13. We're going to talk about everything that happened in um, week 12. But first, we got to talk about our great sponsor. It's the BetMGM. BetMGM has the best money oh lines, most God. current up-to-date money lines that there is. Okay. How do you get BetMGM if you listen to the show? It's very simple. You download the app. You use bonus code BURR, B-U-R-R. You'll get 100 100- Percent risk-free bet up to a thousand on your first wager. Here's how it works: You download the BetMGM app, you sign up. When it says, "Do you have a bonus code?" You say yes. B U R R. That's Burr. You deposit uh, at least ten dollars and place your first wager on any game. You'll receive up to a thousand in free bets Um, if your bet loses. Just make sure you use bonus code Burr B U R R when you sign up. Um, folks, I don't know what to tell you. Me and Bill are beside ourselves with the Monday night special. Don't know what to tell you. We are, we are trying, we are trying, we've been close, but, but we are, we're, we're listen, man, we're right there. I believe I'm a half a game back, right? I went two and two, which, which makes me 23, 24 and one. Look, man, for dude, this, that, season, I mean,
0: take- this year, dude, how difficult yeah. this year has been as <laughs> far as like, um, the Jekyll and Hyde of like, I swear to God, 60% of the teams. It's just like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, um, They really got parody to a whole other level. Dude, my whole theory last week of like, if you get more than eight points, just take the dog because you're going to get that backdoor cover. Fucking unbelievable, man. I hit the Giants. I went one and three. I hit the Giants game on Thanksgiving. I'm like, all right, man. I might go two and two, three and one. Who knows? And on Sunday, I went 0-3. The one fucking game that drove me nuts was the Rams game. I don't remember who the hell they were playing. It was like the How many classic. points were they getting?
4: The Chiefs. and They were, we're getting-
0: playing the Chiefs. They were getting 15 fucking points. Yeah, so 14, they're, down yeah. by, they're down by <laughs> 16, and it's the classic. The Rams are getting the ball with like a minute and a half back. I'm like, all right, Chiefs are going into the pre They're just going to give up a touchdown or at least let them go down and get four shots at the end zone. I got a chance at the backdoor cover. Paul, they were up 16 points in the minute and a half. The fucking corners are like right up on the fucking line playing (laughs) defense. And I'll tell you, and it worked. They had like a three and out. They didn't even get a fucking first down. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, well, I, I can't, uh, I feel like the Monday night special. Anytime we go under, it goes over. Anytime we go over, it goes under. Dude, I, I Paul, right now I am I am a fucking cornered gambler in the dark, just swinging wildly trying to catch the book, and he's got
1: those fucking night vision goggles. I'm getting the shit kicked out of me. Um, I feel like every time you've taken the Giants this year, you they've they've got a win for you, right?
0: I haven't taken them much, but I feel like they have. Yeah, yeah, I feel they, like they
1: have. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, it's a weird dude. I don't know who the Falcons are. I don't know who the Saints are. I don't know who, dude. I, this is just oh a weird. the fucking
0: Falcons. They had the goddamn ball. They would. They gave them the whole fucking backdoor cover. And dude, what would they be doing if they if they didn't have their destiny in their fucking hand and they just throw a pick or take a fucking sack? I should have known better. I love Marcus Mariota. I think he got benched early in his fucking career. The guy's showing that he can play. But good Lord, dude, the Falcons are the Bermuda Triangle of the NFL. You go down there, you don't know what's – people just disappear.
1: <laughs> you know what, dude? I got to tell you something because this is the first time I ever saw this. You know me. I'm a positive – I hang on to a player. I no, he's all right. He's good. When Brett Favre went to the Vikings, dude, he's having a good year. What do you uh, – Tom Brady. No, <laughs> dude, listen. It's a Vinny Testaverde, 43. But for the first time, I saw a guy – last week that i know is done and i mean when i tell you he's done he's done he made something first of all he was like nothing in the first half and then he did make some passes in the second half no tank left and i think that's why he got benched but i think i watched matt ryan in his last season it's a fucking rap dude you just watched it they were like trying to do he went like first pass almost pick second pass pick Third pass, nobody was there. Dude, Troy Aikman was like trying to – they were just like, yeah, you know, he's – you know, well, it was like –
0: He he slings it. He's not afraid to sling it.
1: (laughs) And listen, Matt Ryan, I I would say – would you say great career or good career?
0: Uh, I I think he had – I I don't think he had a Hall of Fame career, but he had a great career where it's just like, dude, he played for the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, And the guy was really successful and so much of it is who you end up with because one of the biggest curses in the NFL, at least back in the day, I don't know now with the parity, but back in the day is if you were the number one quarterback prospect coming into the draft, you were going to go to the worst team in the league with no offensive line and you were going to take like 10 years of punishment in three years. So that's why a few guys...
1: Elway, Eli, I think, and you know, guys going. I'm not. I'm not fucking playing over there. Let me ask you a question, Bill. In your memory, do you, who's the guy that you remember watching? Going, oh, this is. We're not going to see him next year. Do you? Do you remember? <laughs> as far as quarterback, oh, what you mean? Like it's towards the end of their career. Like you're watching them and you're going, yeah, dude, this is not the same guy. I think he should retire. Like you're watching it though, like real time. You're watching a game going, oh, dude, that's not the same guy. Who would you say? I don't know. No quarterback really sticks out. I would say um, – because, dude, this –
0: you know, ever since the age of, like, PEDs and shit
1: – Yeah.
0: Like, this, there's guys, they start to dip, and then they come back for, like, three, four years, which is just <laughs> a clear sign. Yeah. I can tell you this, dude. You hit 37, and it, 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 you start – you're going down. It's a greased hill <laughs> unless you go to the pharmacy.
4: Do you want to hear the – Somebody's list of top athletes who should have retired earlier.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Go oh, in football, okay.
4: Well, this is all sports. This is the only like fine, but the t- the number one, and we don't talk all of them because it's a lot. But uh, Michael Jordan, I don't know about that. Uh, Brett Favre, Jerry Rice.
0: Um, yeah, those guys all hung on too long. But I, I always, know. but guys that that were that great to me, it's like you're you're just. Their inability to, to retire is also what made him great. So I don't, I don't right. look at it like. And Jerry um, Rice
1: went. Did Jerry Rice go to a Super Bowl as a Raider, right?
0: You know what's funny is when a guy, when a guy uh,
1: what did you say? He went to the Hall of Fame as a Raider? No, he went to the Super Bowl as a Raider. Oh, which is really fucking, which is not talked about, but him and Tim Brown were Raiders and Rich Gannon was the quarterback and they went and lost the Super Bowl. Am I right? Uh, yeah, I'm right about that, I think.
0: Yeah, Tampa. They lost to Tampa.
1: They lost to Tampa. That was when Rondé Barber, Tiki's brother, was the MVP. He was a defensive back, and that was the, the, the Tony Dungy ring. Tony Dungy took over for Gruden, and a lot of people were like, oh, Gruden grew that team. Warren Sapp got a ring that year.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember when, when yeah, Gruden won with the Bucks, and they wouldn't give it up and be like, Oh yeah, that was Tony Dungy's team. He goes,
1: yeah, but he played his own fucking team. Oh, that's right. It was I. I had it reversed. It was. Yeah. It was Gruden got it, and they said it was Dungy's team.
0: Yeah, which was so stupid.
1: Um. All right. Well, let's get into week thirteen. No, no, no. I got one for you. Okay. You know what's funny is
0: when a guy starts losing his skills and he starts getting mad.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like an old man. Was, with What is
0: um. I saw a basketball player do it. I love him too much to say his name. But he just, I mean, like, oh, can we talk about that, by the way? Dude, like, the level of fucking cursing that these guys do when they're clearly saying the F word. And its I used sit there going, like, how are Like, I watched the end of the U- USC-UCLA um, game, and it was a fucking great game. And it was two great quarterbacks and uh unfortunately the guy i was rooting for ucla he threw a pick in the end he tried to force one in there and usc gets the ball back and their quarterback i think ran for a first down or something like that the game ended dude he took his fucking helmet off dude and i think he said every curse word you could possibly say and the camera's right on him he's just like yeah motherfucker, fucking cunt fucking bitch whore fucking that's what the fuck we do fucking fucking fuck fuck motherfucker like right on his face and I'm just sitting there going like, this is like network television.
1: <laughs> Afternoon network TV. I know, and it's
0: like, it's a comic. I can't do that. And this guy's sitting there, and they're going like, he's
1: excited. I mean, this is such a big win for UFC. And he's going, fucking eat my fucking ass, you fucking horse. <laughs>
0: I mean, here's the thing. Uh, it doesn't offend me. I actually think... It's fucking hilarious how these kids today, anytime they win a game or do something, they act like they're in 300. And I always wanted – you know what? I actually thought of a funny sketch was to put one of them back in the day and have him run for a first down and then get up and be like, oh, and have all those Dick Butkus guys just look at him. Then on the next play, they're like twisting his foot around and the ref's not throwing a flag because it's not illegal.
1: You know what's funny too is like if <laughs> if if Al bless you if Al Michaels or like one of those guys like Brent Musburger when they're talking very elegantly about the game and they'll be like wow you know it's a big third down coming down like this and all of a sudden you just hear a guy go fuck you. <laughs> and then the TV and you know Al Michaels heard it and he's just like uh, you could tell though dude. yeah they
0: they try to like play it off I just think it's like uh, <laughs> dude Kevin Garnett. Oh, Anytime dude, he, Kevin Garnett got an and
1: one and mother they effort. Like close up on his face, Jesus Christ. The, the best thing about KG was if he dunked it hard or made a big shot, he backpedaled, and you just always heard a mouth, motherfucker. Oh, fucking <laughs> motherfuckers. Always. Um yeah, listen,
0: you know oh, what? Okay, I, here's a guy. Here's a guy who got mad at the end of his career. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh ahead, ahead. Beckett. Yes, yes. Josh Beckett, rather than doing what I saw Pedro do. Great which one. De- develop another pitch, which obviously is a hard fucking thing to do. He got like, he got like Matt. And I remember
1: like watching Dude. him because I love Josh Beckett. That was hard to watch. Rose. was just like. Dude, that's one of the greatest fucking memory. That is one of the greatest things I've heard somebody saying to remember that because he would get like, because he was dominant and then he wasn't. And when he went to the Marlins, he wasn't. And when they would ask him questions, he was fucking bitter, dude. That's a Because he didn't cheat,
0: Paul. Because he didn't cheat. Yeah. He was like some other angry guys that I've seen. He would have just done the PEDs and then won another fucking 50 games and gone over 300. And people would be like, should this guy be in the hall?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think also coaches, I think coaches, when Dennis Green, rest his soul, I think Dennis Green passed away. But when Dennis Green goes, yeah, he did. They were who we thought they were, <sighs> and we let him off the hook when he screamed that and did that. I think that he, that was his going like, "This was my shot. Like, this is my this is my last run." out. I
0: didn't like. I didn't like a- acting like he wasn't making a fucking point. He's like, right. I, we knew who the fuck they were. You know what they were. He was basically saying, yeah. you know, lean you know on you fight, your older brother, and you're actually to the point where you can beat him. But you just don't know how to win. So you start winning and it doesn't feel from, And then they start beating yeah. the shit on you. It's like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm comfortable with. That's what he was with. So I thought it was an impassioned speech and all of that. And I, I hate how they just, uh, anytime a, a coach loses his shit, they don't necessarily listen to what he's saying. They just immediately make fun of him for flipping out. And, uh, you know, and it turns into memes and shit. But I imagine love brother. his
1: Imagine his mother at the dinner table with the song. What happened? I heard you almost beat your brother today. What happened? He is who I thought he was, my. And I let, I him, let off him off the hook. The hook. <laughs> um, all right. Well, all right. Let's get into the gambling. I actually, here. I actually looked at the. I looked at this five minutes ago when I grabbed my coffee, and I'm going to say I like some of these games. I like some of these games. I like some of these lines.
0: Hey, Paul, that makes one of us. I hated this week.
1: Did you? All right. Well, all right. I you you th-
0: lead the charge, dude. You lead the charge. You, you, somebody's got to beat the
1: book. It ain't going to be me. You know, as I was scrolling and I saw the one game that hit me first that I really I really like their chances. I'm going to go. It's week 13 so I do get the first pick. Right, Andrew, just double check. Okay. I'm going to take the home Vikings. I like the home Vikings. I know that they're, they're they're given 3 points, but you know what? The Jets are in disarray with the quarterback. They benched their first-round pick. They got this kid, Mike White, who's good, but he's also now going into a hostile environment. And let's be honest, the, the Vikings are a better team. By three, I like that. I see if I lose that game, I think it would be a push instead of a loss. There you go. I'm taking Vikings minus. I like three, that, too, because
0: and- I, I think when the Vikings got smoked by the Cowboys, all of a sudden everybody just flipped and said they stunk, yeah. which they I don't smoked. think that's the yeah. case because the Cowboys are now not invincible. I like that yep. pick. God damn it, Paul. I like that that goddamn pick. Um, I, got all my, I got like eight games in front of me right here that I would put money on, and I don't know which one's going to pop out at me. Um, All right. I don't know why. Why are the Chiefs only minus two and a half in Cincinnati? I don't understand that. I saw that. I didn't get I, that. I either. think I'm going to take that one because I think – You know, the Chiefs know how to win. I think they still have enough guys left from their Super Bowl run. I think that they know that they need to turn it on this time of year. And uh, Bengals are still a little wet behind the ears. And also a little erratic week to week. And I feel like the Chiefs are just marching towards, you know, being the dominant team. Especially with Buffalo. I don't know what's going on with those guys and their defense, which... It's sort of been underwhelming. So I'm going to take the Chiefs laying two-and-a-half, Paul, going into Cincinnati. I'm going to say they're going to lay off those wonderful ribs that they make in that incredible city, and they're going to come away yeah. by three. I,
1: I love that pick. Miner's coffee. That's, that's a great – it's one of those picks where it's like gun to your head. That's what you would take. All right, look, I – Early on, I took my Giants, and and it was good for me twice, I believe. Then I didn't want to touch him against the Lions because I know my team. It's
0: like you're talking about some chick you used to hook up with. <laughs> it was good for me twice. Next time I'm hanging out with her,
1: she's just like a cunt. She had like that red wine, gray teeth and stuff, you know, just tough. Um, but I think that the Giants are have back-to-back losses, and this is another division game. And it's at home and they're disrespected. The last time the Giants had a winning record and they're a dog at home. Oh, that's talked about in the locker room. I'm going to take my New York football Giants having to beat the Washington Commanders. They're getting two and a half at home. They got to make a statement and start winning. Uh, So, look, it's a big part of their season now, especially to get in the wild card. I'm going to take the Giants plus two and a half. All right, I like that. I
0: like that pick. All right, I'm a little confused about what, Paul. Well, I'm a little confused here. I'm a
1: little confused. What I'm gonna
0: do next? Uh, I don't know. I've been betting the Titans all year, and they've just been good to me. And uh, I know the Eagles are a good team. I know that they're home, but I just think Tennessee. I just like that organization. I like their coach, and they're getting four and a half. If it was three, I'd go Eagles. I like the four and a half. Um. He, uh Titans obviously have a running game, right? That fucking lunatic's not hurt this week, is he? I don't know anybody's name anymore, Paul. I shouldn't even be doing this. Um I'm gonna go with the Tennessee Titans getting four and a half, Paul. Nice little balanced attack. All right. I took a favorite. Now I got a dog.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I saw that game and I was like, that yeah, that that's a that's that's a tough line. Um Hey, it's a rough one, Paul. Yeah, it's a rough one. Okay. A game that I find interesting, dude, is the Niners and Dolphins. That's another line. The Dolphins are good, man. The Dolphins well, are good. What
0: about that 49ers defense, dude? Good I defense. Know. Does a good defense, Paul. Paul Verzi, does a good defense still beat a good offense? I was looking at that one, too.
1: I Ooh, like San the Dolphins. Fr- but San, Fran, I, San Fran's got a great offense, too, dude. Um, And they got an Italian at quarterback, Paul. What are we doing here? I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins getting four. Oh, I know it's a big one. It's a big one. Hey, that's what she said. Um, look, I could be, com- this is one I could be completely wrong. Or, hey, do you ever notice when you- we do this? Do you ever feel like you're going to be right or wrong with your pick in like the early second quarter, like beginning third quarter? Like you get a sense of the game or no?
0: Uh, no, I did get a sense of the game of the Falcons game when you texted me, "Hey, that Falcons pick looks great." I immediately thought, "Well, I just lost that fucking game."
1: Can yeah, you believe that, believe Andrew? It. I couldn't. Who does yeah. that?
0: The no, game but- is going on. I'm winning my bet, and he texts me, "Hey, your Falcons pick looks great. Tear up the tickets. Tear up the tickets."
1: You gave me the mush on that one. Okay, hey, it's over, it's, over. No, don't it's even, over. don't even look. I love, I love. Don't even look. Don't even look. Don't even look. <laughs> don't even look. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, is there anything funnier than a horse race? Better watching the thing and having the up and down emotions might be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It, it's there, oh.
0: there's just there's a a <laughs> sadness. It's really being romanticized. Degenerate gambler uh, horse. And, and dog track people there's a fucking sadness to that dude because there's
1: a game every day of the week dude and you only get paid once a week <laughs> uh i don't know dude that miami one is my wild card i'm scared of it but go ahead what do you got i, I
0: i'll say this i think that that's going to be a great game
1: all right all right that's going to be
0: a great game i think that that's gonna uh great offense versus a great defense and with all these rule changes paul and also paul hey you know something though they're really saying that guy that coaches the Dolphins is like an offensive genius. So, I don't, I don't, you know, I know the 49ers – Yeah, yeah well, I like, here,
1: Paul isn't like genius. Paul, all right. Oh no, yeah. no, no. Here's why: because they did that in, they did that with the Jets man, genius, and then that went to shit. Wait it's a like, minute.
0: Wait a minute. Whoa! Don't fucking put him in with goddamn New York media. New York media. You, there's a fucking rapper on the ground. They can fucking make that thing st- – I don't mean like an MC. I mean like a fucking hot dog rapper. They can fucking make that thing look like it's the greatest thing ever.
1: I was like, rapper on the ground. I was like, who's rapping on the ground? I was like, Who's rapping on the ground? Is this some new genre, Bill? Don't push me, cuz. I'm
0: close. Um, Who's your third pick? No, I think that, but that guy, the way he's using, he's not just using uh, Tyreek Hill, like, okay, he's fast, send him out there. He's using his speed. To get this to to fucking not only get the other guy open to get Tyreek more open. Ah, I watched the whole breakdown on this fucking thing where they 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 do it. They put Tyreek in motion, and then he comes along to their number two receiver, and they're both fucking blazing. And, and people don't know what to do. Ah, okay. They find that space, Paul. They find that space in the in in, in one of those fucking. Uh, I don't know. I'm in over right. my head.
1: So I hope he, my pick is right.
0: I think it's going to be a great game. All right, I'm going to shut the fuck up for once here. Right. All right, I'm going to go with uh, I don't know why, Paul. Why do I do? Why do I do the things that I do, Paul? I'm going to take the Lions plus one over the Jags. I think what's his face, uh, Jared Goff. I think he got a bad fucking deal out there in uh, Los Angeles. I think he's way better than people think. And uh, I was impressed with them on uh, on um, Thanksgiving. And they're also going to have all these extra days off. They're playing the fucking Jaguars. Right?
1: Okay. Ooh! You know, I, I didn't like I that like, response at all. You know why? Just because both of those teams are so weird to me. The Jags in Detroit, they could be down 14 and a third, and then you look across the bottom and it's tied. It's just one of those. Well,
0: let's be honest. You don't like the pizza in either city, so it's just, <laughs> just affecting
1: how you look. I'll actually, be actually with Detroit. Detroit, Detroit, Detroit yeah, I was going to say, Detroit. oh, Detroit. Um, Bill, you know, there's a game tonight. I feel like oh.
0: Detroit's pizza is what Chicago thinks their pizza is. Oh shit! Shots fired right there. Oh
1: yeah, well, Ch- Chicago pizza. It's it's a pie. It's a it's like a it's like a, it's literally like a pie. You can't eat it by yourself. <laughs> no. You can't just go out and get a slice. Detroit style, it's like a crispy, <laughs> like a crispy Sicilian slice, but soft. I mean, I'll tell you what, dude. Detroit style pizza, that crust, dude. Oh, the crust around it. Oh, let's be honest, dude. You bite something and it crunches. It's fucking incredible when it's a. Th- you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a game tonight, Bill. Oh, there is. There's a game tonight. Oh, is there, Paul? Who's playing tonight? And. Uh, <clears throat>
0: This is a weird line to me. I don't know. Why is it only three and a half?
1: It's only three and a half. You guys are at home. Everything says stay away, but part of me thinks the Bills win. I don't know. This is my fourth and final pick. Correct, Andrew? I got the Giants, the Vikings, the Dolphins, and number four. Who is it? I'll tell you who I'm done with. I'll tell you who I'm done with. I know who you're done with. I'm done with the Packers, and I'm done with the Colts. Goodbye. You've
0: You've been done with the Packers.
1: Yeah, yeah. I kind of like them this week, but <laughs> that's funny. I like the Bears. <laughs> no, nah, this is this is tough, dude. This is this is why this week. I don't know who the Rams are getting seven. I don't know who the Texans are. I mean, all right, all right, dude. I'm gonna do something. <laughs> I'm gonna do something I don't want to do. <laughs> but you oh, know is this something? Ever gonna end? <laughs> <clears throat> They've won two in a row, and it seems like, I don't want to say the ship is righted just yet, but they're happy, they're hugging each other, and they finally feel like they figured something out. This will be the last time I take them if I get burned. But I am going to take the one-point home favorite Las Vegas Raiders versus the team that I said was going to go to the Super Bowl against the Chargers. Okay?
0: It's oh, one point. Why do you keep going back to this relationship?
1: It's it's one point. They're at home, and you got back to back wins. One thing I've learned watching these things behind the scenes stuff is they say in the NFL, after that first couple wins, dude, something happens in the building. I'm gonna ride with that and see. It's one point, might as well be a coin toss. I think the Raiders figured something out. You know, Paul, we'll just to make it fun this week, I'm gonna take the Chargers. Okay. Oh, I'm just gonna okay. take.
0: I didn't even have that game I, on the
1: books. I don't. I hate when you do that because you're head to head. I. You're who? Head to head, you got, you're, you're fucking kicking ass, man. Look at I you. Had you You're like head-to-head. an
0: assassin this week. You got your Jordan I had,
1: hat on. No, dude, I had one head to head with you. I won this year. Last year, I think we went head to head five times. I think you won four, or maybe all five. <laughs> so uh, I know, I was, but you know something. You
0: ended up winning by a half a game, and I did the same thing. Last year, I had an emotional response to something, and that week ended up fucking me. And last week, I had an emotional response to the cover, to the uh, the, the cover two, the fucking uh, prevent defense. And yeah. I was trying to prove a point. And what happens when you try to prove a point,
1: Paul? You go one and three. Um. By the way, I think going back, so Andrew, just so you know, our fourth pick is my Raiders minus one, his charges plus one. Um. I think that prevent shit, because remember we were talking last week and I go, not all teams do it. And you go, who, who doesn't do it? And I know, I know that everybody the, I bet on last week. I think it's the coaches, dude. I think the coaches are the fucking ones that are like, that are like the scared coaches, the coaches that don't fucking, I think it's, what did they call it? Marty ball. Well, Marty, Ball. Marty balls, what
0: the U S soccer team did against fucking Iran.
1: I don't know why they, by the way, let's talk about that for a second, dude. By did the way, you watch that game. Dude, I've watched every minute of every World Cup game, and I'm so. By the way, the the captain, shout out to Tyler Adams, the captain. Twenty three years old, went to high school with his mom. She was a year older, and his uncle was in my grade. And this kid is twenty three years old. He's the captain. He's playing phenomenal. Um, dude, if you watch, I watched every minute. We don't. We actually, if you look at the shots on goal, the first we half, dude, they couldn't even play. touch the fucking ball. Dude, they they got into that scared. They got into that scared thing where I, you know, I thought Iran was gonna score, but you can Dude. do
0: that in soccer though. There was a fucking team in, in the Premier League, Arsenal. They used to have, they used to sing one nil Arsenal. They go up one nothing, and then they just
1: go into this fucking defense that you couldn't beat. <coughs> it was frustrating as hell to watch. I, dude, the last five minutes I was jumping out of my skin, dude. I was like, if because cause if they tie, they're out. And I was like, but um, I got I got I got one for you. Oh, I got one for you. I don't know. It'll be bet I'm bet MGM. Maybe you could do a Pauly pick on Bet MGM. I'm putting out I mean, I don't want to jinx anybody. I'm I'm betting that US beats the Netherlands. I think we're gonna go to eight, dude. I think, and here's why. I'll just give you my reasoning. That game's I, Saturday, right? That game is Saturday at 10 a.m. my time. 7 a.m. your time. Dude, we played England, who's the number five team in the world. We had way more shots on goal. We looked like we fucked. If you watched that game, even though it ended in a tie, if you watched that game and you just had to choose who won, I think we clearly won. Wales got that goal late against us. Dude, we look really, really good, man. Can I ask and- you a question? Have we ever beaten England in the World Cup just in a match? Uh, Andrew, can, you could probably figure that out now, but you know, I think that that was the first time we've beaten them at least in the
0: last. That would be like when we lost to Australia in that boat race that no one give that. No one also doesn't give a shit about (coughs) in this country.
1: Hang on. I got one. I got one for you, Bill. What's that? If, if by some crazy chance, okay. If all of a sudden, this young <coughs> U- U.S. men's football team, football club. If this football, if Organization. this, soccer, if this men's U.S. national team, by some crazy miracle, gets through Netherlands, gets to the eight. All of a sudden, penalty shots to win, gets to the four, and pulled this off. Let's just say the United States wins a World Cup. Let's say that's got to. That's bigger than the nineteen eighty. Do you believe in miracles, right? No. No? Okay. No, because that was amateurs playing a professional fucking team. Okay.
0: We were amateurs. They didn't have an NHL over there, so they had all their Gretzkys and Lemieux playing against guys. Dude, like most of those guys didn't even have an NHL career.
1: No, no, I'm, I'm asking because I don't know. But, like, I was saying, like, if we played Brazil or, like, Ronaldo – and only because people shit on we never had a basketball. cold
0: war with Brazil either. It's 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 completely different. Rocky never fought a guy from Brazil. There's a reason for that. <laughs> the uh, the Rocky, ultimate record. Rocky's
1: next nemesis is from Portugal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think it would be hilarious if we won the world cup, the complete lack of people showing up to the championship parade. I was joking on my podcast that it was like a fucking be like a WNBA championship parade.
1: That reminded me of the Sp joke or we were whatever I, I sent one in or something. that said uh, after the L.A. Kings won the Stanley Cup, the streets of Los Angeles was filled with people saying what's going on. No. What happened? <laughs> oh, what happened? Yeah. Um, all right, Bill. It's time. <coughs> I hate I almost feel silly doing it, but you know what time Big it pig.
0: is. Can I
4: give you the the record, England-USA? It's uh, all-time head-to-head. England has won eight. USA has won two. Uh, There was one draw. Uh, England has scored a total of 39 goals. USA has scored a total of seven in all their matchups.
0: When was the last time we beat them? The 1940s? After they Uh were bombed by
1: Germany? Peace.
5: England, England,
1: England. Uh We came so close when Pelesic hit the top bar. I think it's called the crossbar. Crossbar. hockey Isn't it crossbar football? No. It's a goalpost. Uh, of 93. the crossbar in
0: general on goals is just the one that's horizontal. On top, yeah.
1: What year?
4: June of 93 is the only one I can see. It looks like there's only – I only see one.
1: June of 93 is how many years? Oh, geez, dude. I can tell
0: you this, too. We haven't beaten them since I've been paying attention. Which I don't really pay
1: attention, but I mean, I mean, like, all right, Bill, we got to win people some money here, and you got to do, you, you know, what time? So it don't is. put
0: the pressure on. We don't have to fucking do anything. they are big boys and big girls out there gambling. All right.
1: And, and by, by the way, listen, if you're, listen, yeah.
0: we're fucking, we're Doing getting good. three quarters of the fucking pick right. So somebody, if they just zigzag here, maybe you'll fucking get it. God knows we haven't.
1: All right, Bill, you got to sing the song though. <clears throat> I mean, it's not a. Uh, oh, night. sorry
0: gonna make me have a coughing fit here all right let the midnight special midnight oh sorry the monday night special well that's the song win some money for you that's the song i'm doing let the monday night special, <laughs> special. um
1: all right, hit once this year we have the new orleans saints going to tom brady's home in tampa playing the bucks it is minus three and a half for the Bucks. The under over is 40 and a half. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I think we could say Tommy to throw one. Yep. All right. Definitely that. Brady to throw one. That one I would. Guys, that one I'll. They
0: had a bad week last week. Let's take the fucking over. Let's say Tom throws one. And uh, I don't know.
1: Tom was... throws one, the over. And do you want to give the Saints the points or do you think the Tampa wins the game by four?
0: Oh, that's what we say. I was gonna say that, that that kid uh Kamara scores one. Um
1: four, Paul. Why does it have to be four? Why can't it be three? Gundy ahead, does Brady beat the division rival Saints by four in Florida? On Monday night, though. It's actually, it is Tom's Monday night, though.
0: Yeah, I think he does. You know what's weird is we had that whole conversation earlier about playing too long.
2: Oh, I don't think
0: he's doing because he had his best statistical season last year. It's just that they got a new head coach, and they got all this other type of shit, and he's dealing with, you know. By the way, the
1: clock management of the new coach, I don't know if you saw that game, but, like, he let the time go down, and it was bad, dude. Like, he, that the, the, the Todd Bowles That fucking guy. blows my mind at the pro level where I feel like to even get the job,
0: one of the first things you should know how to do is manage the clock. Yeah. that's I mean, kind of like, you know. By the you way. Gotta, you got to know how to yell at an official, you know, to get him to maybe give you a call and not get a fucking technical or thrown out of the game or a flag or something like that. There's certain just – Shit you should know how to do as a coach. And one of them is manage the clock, Paul. Paul, that's Dude, like you not being able to get the fucking mic out of the mic stand. What are, what are, what, are, what the fuck are we doing?
1: <laughs> Dude, did you hear what Jeff Sat- Saturday said when they were like, you know, a lot of people are upset that a coach that's been coaching for years in the NFL didn't get the job and that you were just a player and you've never had one coaching job in your life and now you're the head coach of the Colts. And he goes, look, he goes, you know, the one thing that I do have, though, is I've just been a passionate I've played here and I've been a passionate fan for many years of this team. And it's like, yeah, so have the fat fucking dudes in the upper deck at Giant Stadium. <laughs> You're going to throw a headset yeah, he on he that guy? You could have given
0: a better answer. It's like, how about I played the game in the trenches for 15 years?
1: Yeah, at that point, go to fucking OTB and get a fight. Put a headset on one of those fat fucks. No, dude, come on, dude. That guy. I'm that joking, guy. dude. No, he played. He won a Super Bowl. I'm kidding. But, like, it is funny to be like, no, I've been around. They yeah, won a
0: Super Bowl after they stole our offense and made the way that we covered their receivers illegal. The fuck and out no of offense.
1: Here. No offense to the Colts or their fans, but that was one of the worst boring Super Dude, that Colts playing Rex Grossman and Chicago Bears in the rain was one of the most lackluster Super Bowls ever. It just was, dude. It was a rough. It was a rough one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, just for shits and giggles, before Rex we get Grossman out. Max
0: Grossman was the quintessential Chicago Bear quarterback draft pick.
1: That game was so bad, Andrew. Tell me who the performance at halftime was, just to see if it puts a fucking puts a ribbon on it. <laughs> if it's like oh, fucking this will be bad, dude. If it's like Katy Perry, like <laughs> no, no offense. <laughs> hey, no offense. Just have, who was it? You know, uh,
4: it, oh, it, he, was it was a terrible game, but it was. Oh, Prince. he
1: likes it. He likes it, Bill. Andrew it was,
4: likes it. Was it. The, it was Prince at the halftime show. So oh, okay. They, they oh, thank God. God.
0: Prince saving the fucking
1: day. Oh, that's right, dude. He was playing purple rain in the rain with the purple good to the soul. Okay, okay. Hey, thank God Prince was there, okay? <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so, Monday night special will be Tampa to win by four. The line's three and a half. We're going to take Brady to throw one, and we're going to take f- over 40 and a half. So 41 points total. I think we can do that. They got Camara on the other side. There you go, everybody. This has been uh preview, NFL preview week for the anything better podcast. Um number 13, going into week 13. Just um go to the uh app store and get the bet mgm app download it use bonus code burr b-u-r-r put in uh at least ten dollars and you'll get uh you'll get what hundred dollars uh th- up to a thousand in free bets right this uh there you go
0: during all of that paul
1: no 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 i'm just making sure i now uh, you know what it is dude I, i'm gonna start i'm gonna start taking the, the password off the iphone you know, it's like every time I go into my iPhone, I gotta put a password. In it. It's like you know what I mean? You gotta put buttons and stuff. And it's just What was
0: the last time some you caught somebody, Paul, going through your
1: phone? Never. <coughs> I'll tell you another thing I don't do, even around people that I love, I don't leave my phone in my jacket. No matter what I do, it's there because somebody's gonna look at it, somebody's gonna try to nah, nobody knows touching it. Um yeah. So there you go. I leave my phone laying all over
0: the house. I fucking hate the thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, guys. Download the app B-U-R-R hope uh for the for the code. And um hopefully we hit with the Monday night special. I kind of like our I like our chances this week. Uh there you go. We're out of here. We will we got see. a puncher's chance. And good luck to you, Bill, tonight with your Patriots versus the division rival Bills. You too, Andrew. Uh, and the only
0: luck I need is figuring out how to fucking watch the game. Um, Don't they realize the second you put it on some streaming service that I'm not going to find it? Any guy over fifty is not finding it. It's on Amazon now, yeah. Oh,
1: it's on Dude, Amazon. Dude, I Prime. literally
0: look at that like a fucking term paper. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll 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 do it next week.
1: As sad as it is to <laughs> say, whenever I. Whenever I order pay-per-view UFC fights, my wife has to make sure, because if it doesn't go through, I just go, it's not working, and then she comes down and hits one thing, and it's working. I do the same thing. Um, All right, guys. Good luck, Week 13. See you guys next week. And remember, guys, to bet you got to be 21 years of age or older to wager in Arizona, Colorado, D.C., Iowa, Indiana kansas michigan mississippi new jersey new york nevada pennsylvania tennessee uh virginia west virginia or wyoming only new customer offer paid and free bets visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions uh excludes michigan disassociated persons uh please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP for arizona Call 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, West Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for Confidential Help Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Call or text the Tennessee red line 800 889 9789 in Tennessee or call one for 777 9696 from Mississippi. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah and other states were prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada.